Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The Todd Glass Show is presented by OCB Rolling Papers. Misfit Toys. Hello. How are you? You're good? I guess you hear the clean quality of this opening, even into the phone. Sounds really professional to me. By the way, I just want to say thank you. We got voted the most professional podcast in the Del region, Quad Valley, um, in the Del, Del Croix. You know, quadrant. So that is really cool, and I was definitely honored. Um, you might hear some noises in my yard. Some saws, some drills, getting just a little work done. I go to do it myself, and I can never, you know, oh, a drill, it's easy. Oh, you got to put your weight into it. Oh, then you need a molly bolt. They go put your weight into it, but then when it's too high for you to get, you don't want to grab the ladder. And, uh, anyway, that's not what I'm here to talk about. Today's show is Caleb Sion. He was so much fun. I say that every time. He just, he's just great to be around. He's silly. He's fun. He could be serious. He could be social. He could be absurd. I love Caleb Sion. I love Caleb Sion. Now, Denver, 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 Denver. Let me, if you, uh, if you live in Denver or Springfield, Missouri, you're going to want to listen to this. Philadelphia, everyone knows I'm coming to Philadelphia. But that's not till next year. That's not till next year. January 13th, 14th, 15th, and 16th, Philadelphia Helium. But that's not till next year. So here's quick, two quick dates. Denver. I'm going to be in Denver the 13th and 14th. I'm going to be there the week before doing shows with Jim Gaffigan. But then I'm coming back the, 13th, the 12th and 13th of November. I'll be at Denver Comedy Underground. Now that place has been at maybe a few locations over the years. But it's always the Denver Comedy Underground. You can go to their site, buy tickets. Um, the guy, Ben, Ben Bryant, he's a really funny comedian. He's going to be opening the shows, but he's also, he's produced these shows over the years. And he knows how to just, you know, cultivate great audiences. And I'm really looking forward to this. I'm going to have the band. That place is going to look sexy as fuck. The minute you enter, it's going to be an experience. I promise you. And I heard their new venue is really, really cool. I heard great things about it. So, and I'm spacing on it right now, and I apologize. But if you go to the site, you'll know exactly where you're going. It's a cool area. So, uh, looking forward to that. Really looking forward to that. Let's make that special. And then Springfield, Missouri, the Blue Room, December 9th, 10th, and 11th. And that place is... You know, I've been doing this a long time and people have taken my advice, but no one has taken my advice as much as the 
Blue Room in Springfield, Missouri. During the pandemic, he switched locations and had a lot more control of his room. And in that period, he listened to so much that I said. And that place is going to be something special. So there you go. All right, well, Denver, I'll see you soon. And uh, enjoy today's show. Aristotle, hope you're doing good. We threw a lot of love Aristotle's way today. Well, he's been throwing a lot of love my way lately. And uh, he said we got like 25, 30,000 downloads last month, which is good for me. Some people get millions, but that's a good amount. So if you're wondering, you're now going to join the Todd Glass Show already in progress. And Aristotle, when we end the show, let's fade into Mr. Rogers. You know, the show ends and then that just sort of happens. Now you're going to join the Todd Glass Show already in progress. Hey, everybody. It's Aristotle here. That's right. I'm interjecting. I'm taking over the show. This is my show now. I think I deserve this. I'm taking the show away from Todd, changing the name. Uh, Obviously, I'm joking. Uh, So, what you're going to hear is the episode as planned, but it was not recorded the way some thought it was. So it's going to sound a little different, uh, and but it'll still sound okay. Just giving you a heads up. It's not the usual. And next week, it'll be back to normal. Enjoy. Duncan just said the funniest thing before <laughs> we turned on the... Now you've obviously joined the Todd Glass Show already in progress. I say that when I'm doing that thing into my phone. Oh, you're now joining the Todd Glass Show in progress. Because, and tell me if I'm making this up. Isn't that what a... Right? Yeah. Like, a what? A, a real, a real show. It's a yeah. real show. It's a real I didn't show. want to tip you. Yeah, I didn't want yeah. to tip you. But don't you think it's a real? It's a real show. Real sh- Thank you. It's a real show. It is because oh, I don't know. That seems like something they do on a real show. They go, oh, we now join, blah blah blah, already in progress, because that's what they're doing now. So that's what happened, and we are in progress. And just before I turned the recorder on, Duncan, I said I need to get my, uh, I said I, I might get my glasses, and then he said. Oh, your Todd glasses? Well, that's how do you not love the person like that? See, that's what I wish roasts were, you know? <laughs> Hold on. Oh, Caleb, oh, Caleb, you can't. Come on. You can't yeah, take it, your pants off. No, you come can't. on. It's just, oh, uh, it's, it's cold out, too. Look. Why would you even, like, it Ever can't be since COVID, I just wear what I want around people. Isn't that so sad that we planned that? Not we. I should take responsibility. <laughs> but before the show, I had tinfoil on your mic. Truth. Yeah. That's our new, because I, I still try to clean, I do clean it with alcohol every week. I tried it, and I put the tinfoil on it, but I thought, you trust me. I just took the tinfoil off, and I went, that sounds like someone's taking their pants off. When Caleb comes, we'll... So that was planned. That was not like... But I don't need the tinfoil. Oh, maybe I do. Oh, yeah, the yeah, tinfoil's nice. Yeah. Oh, Caleb, you can't. We'll call it. You know, in the Hanna-Barbera cartoons, all the sound effects were tinfoil. All of them. Shut up. And it really was. When I say shut up, it means I believe you a little, and I'm afraid to admit it. <laughs> someone goes, you know, blah, 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 blah. I go, shut up. But that means... I don't want to go, really? <laughs> but is that true? No, no. Okay. I don't know enough to know if it's true or not, but it's... <laughs> I'm just trying to start Oh, my God, car. that tinfoil did sound like a horse. <laughs> it's probably if you just think it. Like, if I want to make a crazy sound with tinfoil, just crazy, like, I'll be like, hold on. 
Oh, I mean that. See, it seemed like just I wanted it to be for. crazy, but that was just with Tim for. Yeah. Right, listen, just... we have a lot to get to. We have a lot to get to. Duncan, let me start with you so I can get this out of the way, and then Caleb will get to you. People heard you. They saw who was on the show. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to talk everybody through it, and then we have something to get to, actually. So for tonight, let's go with 10 baby babies. You'll know when. Just drop 10, because we're doing a cross-promotion with I Think You Should Leave. So uh, out of nowhere, you'll know when. Just You know, there's moments in the show where you know it's just perfect. Baby, 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 baby. That should count as one. I'll let you decide. Or should that? No, no. He's got to do ten on his own. Or should that count as one? I've, I, I don't think that counted as any. Thank I you. think uh, about a hundred. That's a lot. <laughs> do you want? Baby, 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 Better get to work. Yeah, 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 you yeah, just yeah. told him. Let, let's put it this way. I can't count how many it is. Is that a hundred? I think that, it's two. Babe, is babe? What about the bay? No, the whole jingle is baby, one. Baby, I like how I ruined the bit baby, by baby. being factual. No, Caleb, <laughs> the whole song. <laughs> or maybe that makes the bit work, that your absurdity and I meet it with, like, oh, I don't, you know. I really, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if you told me that was 68 babies in there. Don't forget to watch this season of I Think You Should Leave. If you love the first season, you'll love the second. <laughs> it's the truth. It's fucking. It just that no, show does. It. That show gives me hope. Big fat load of cum. Then. Big. <laughs> That's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Big fat load of cum. Then. And then I'm gonna say surprise us tonight with a song. Just out of nowhere. Right. Just and we're gonna and I'm gonna get into it. I don't know who it is. I don't want to know who it is. Truth. But you're gonna. Yeah, I'll, I'll dig through the board. Don't be rude. Okay, so that's that. <laughs> now, now this is the cold opening. First of all, Caleb, I might say this to you every time, but I'm so happy you're here. Aww. I always, seriously, because I'm very comfortable around you, you yeah. hit all the components that make me love you. Like, you can be silly, you can be serious, you can be social, you're with it, you're here, you appreciate the ambiance of the room. I believe in the Second Amendment. You do believe in this. What does that mean, <laughs> So glad. I almost just passed by that. You know when you're just trying to go and you're like, oh, yeah, Second Amendment. But the Second Amendment, what is that? Right you know, comedians on. are always like, First Amendment's all us. Uh, wait Without wait. us, there wouldn't be a constitution. We're like philosophy. <laughs> I think what you're saying is you're going to want to talk about Dave Chappelle. So yeah. we will. <laughs> but we're going to do something before that. Then we're going to talk about Dave Chappelle. And then, yeah, I'm going to talk about it. And if you're thinking, even if you love me, you're going, does he really need to talk about it? Yeah. Matter of fact, I feel guilty not to talk about it because at this point I think it's lazy. Yeah. You got to throw good energy towards people that might feel they're getting, you know, the shit. And that's why you do it. Some people go, what do you have against Dave Chappelle? No, it's about what I have maybe an affection or for an understanding or trying to understand somebody. You know, it's like, that's all I'm trying to say. So we will talk about it. I oh, called you on the phone today even said, do you mind talking about it? You know, because sometimes people are like, ah... I'm a little, you know, but anyway, you said, of course. So oh, yeah. we got that coming up, and then it's just a silly show. Um, <clears throat> we are still in the new studio. Um, we're, you know, it's it's pulling together. You, you like the, what you see so this far? This is better than it. I wish I lived in this. Like, this is what I want my room to be. This is what I'm going for. Cody is going to take pictures. I know I say this all the time, and I wonder if there's people listening going, he says that, but he doesn't do it. No, I do. I do, eventually get some pictures up because i want people to know exactly they used to know what we were sitting in and it was cool 
Black Horse Motors was cool, but this has come to a different level, and I think it's good. People go, why don't you put cameras up? I don't, I don't really want to. I want to, but I do want people to know exactly where we're at, and that's why Cody will come in and take some really awesome pictures. And if you listen to the show every week, you'll be like, oh, that's where they're sitting, and that I like. I like you to know exactly what our people, for a while, I would say send in a picture, email it to me, Todd glasscomedy at gmail.com toddglasscomedy at gmail.com where you listen to the show and don't bother doing it if you don't turn down the lights and light a candle or create some ambiance I don't want a picture in your fully lit living room with you listening to the show you keep that to yourself but if you're like no we Todd would be proud like maybe you have like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on a nice plate or maybe you have nothing maybe you have some <laughs> the snack foods from the Vaughn's but you lowered the lights and lit a candle that's all maybe you put a fake fireplace on the TV while you listen just just I would love to see where you listen to the show. I, I when we were doing that and people would send me stuff, I, I really liked it. So anyway, but here's what we have to get to. All this in the cold opening. And then we're gonna get into you and find out what you're doing and all this. It's gonna be a fun you're night. You're gonna love these pictures of the studio, by the way. When, whenever they come out, there's this big poster of Joe Rogan with an American flag gun right behind Todd's head. And I you know, I, I was kind of surprised by it. But it looks good. It looks painted. Yeah. Professional. I had it professionally painted. Yeah. And did you have him put the toupee on him, Sid? Or? Well, I thought, to be honest, I thought he looked a little better with a toupee. And I just, out of respect. Out yeah. of respect. Out yeah. of respect. And we're, you do live in Austin, Texas now. You didn't, you didn't I mention I moved that. the podcast yeah. to Austin, Austin only for tax reasons, and that's where Tesla's going. <laughs> <laughs> I Nothing bet, says I comedy bet. like cars that go to space. Yeah. <laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> So, okay, I'm right on schedule. So here's what we're going to do that we have to get out of the way because now um, the people that, uh, it doesn't even matter, but the people that uh, rent from me, not to brag. Oh, now stop. I I guys, please stop. Makes the oh, country so around. All of this extra room stop. and I can just charge take people 100% for it. of people's no, 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 wages. I'm going to just you, say, I'm not going to use this portion know of the I house. Didn't say sometimes I ask my landlord if I can I pay has, more. I, I had yeah, to explain the context. Guys, I'm not actually going to do anything if something does break down. I'm sorry I brought it up. charge you for it. I was bringing up it because of context. To understand where this six-year-old is going to come from that we're going to sing happy birthday to. Oh. That's why I said the person that rents from me. Oh, oh no, you I just said a six-year-old. Wow, so you have hey, six-year-old. Six why don't yeah. you work at this little aid stand all stop, day stop, long? Stop, stop, let's stop, ignore stop, OSHA. I, <laughs> I did not say I was the landlord. Oh, no, I just said I'm that. The landlord. Wow. No, I'm, you guys I'm are the now... lord of the land. No, hello, you're... it's me, Todd Glass. Oh, is that just a poster that says land horse. god? Because oh, God yes, said, I don't know why me, you have Todd. to be lord this is why I, This is why sometimes I don't even express my feelings. Wow. So, they, uh, I, so Satya, I have a hard time with her name. But I, I made her like when they, I made her like a little fort in a in a little closet that was in the house because I wanted her to have like I thought oh. it would be fun. I got these walkie talkies and 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 um and she's so adorable and uh, so it's her birthday, and I, I you know how I know that because I went into the house. I always make up a reason, but really because I <laughs> I want to pet their cat, and and she doesn't mind. So I want to pet their cat. They have a Himalayan, a big fat fucking Himalayan cat that a fucking mush. Oh yeah. Oh. Took me like two months of warming up to it because I knew I couldn't mush it right away. Oh, I know. Once I befriended the cat, I was like, hmm, she's non-binary. She goes by them. And I don't That's like to make that joke cats. because then people think, am I making it 
because I'm tired of it or just the silliness of a cat. No, I'm just making it because it would be funny if a cat identified as not It's funny to just give them as many qualities as you can. Exactly. As, as, as big a backstory for a cat that who doesn't have but like one brain cell, it just always makes me laugh that they're like, I'm not, no, I'm cats not are very, very smart. They are, actually. They know you're, well, I don't have to get into it. Um, so what we're going to do is. that like it happened while you're in the FBI. I don't yeah. want to get into what I know about cats. So what I'm going to do, truth. That's why I love that word. You know truth, right? Yeah. It merged over from the old safe word, which was to George Carlin. Um, did you know that already? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I always said to Ralphie May, but so, I mean, that was just because I really liked him. Do you know he had a, a, do you know those big food trucks they have? You ever see them down? Like by, you know, wherever they have food trucks, like yeah, big. Yeah. That was his tour bus. <laughs> <laughs> he bought a food truck and they had a lazy boy chair in the back. Some people go, oh, how could you make fun of somebody who's dead? And he's a comedian and there's still, a, no matter what you, because that's what he liked. He liked roasting. Right. He would have loved that joke. He would have loved it. He would have stolen it. He would have stolen it and told everybody he did it. <laughs> well, you know, he loved roasting so much. He'd like roast a turkey. He would roast pastrami. He loved roasting. People say... Uh, uh, I don't know. Okay, so I'm going to text Hansa. Let's, oh, so nice. listen, truth, everybody, we're going to do this. She, th I, I said to her mom, how are you going to get her back into the studio? She saw the studio once, yeah. and um, she sang into the mic, and I put reverb in it. She'd never seen That's that huge. before. Let me tell you, I don't want my own kids, but I love being, you know, having yeah, influence on, on a child because I know that they remember things forever because I it's it you you have an unbelievable power when you realize when you put it together we all realize it but when you put it together you go Todd you remember things from when you were four or five three two I have a memory from three but five six very clear vivid memories yeah yeah somebody doing something especially nice or hey it could be someone that was weird that lived next to you that you remember you know but especially when it was someone that was showed affection to you yeah and um I remember these stories from, from five, six years old, these people that used to live up the street. So you go, well, wait, not that you wouldn't do it for a child just to be nice, but the fact that it will stick with them for the rest of their lives maybe is, is a powerful thing to be aware of because it could be silly. It could be if they need to be told they're special, this kid doesn't need to be, this kid has a great mom. But sometimes when you're with someone, you go, maybe they need, like, if you're an aunt or an uncle to go over and, like, reinforce something that might not be reinforced from their parents, you know, necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. A cool adult that is nice and not your parents is the is huge. Mm -hmm. And helps you, Very as huge. Mr. Rogers said, be, find who your true self is. Now, with Satya, yeah, yeah. I don't need to do any of that. I just love being in her life because I get to be, like, a cool uncle to her. Yeah. You know, and, oh, um... Well, and a landlord. Now, why do you... <laughs> I am. I remind her every time she calls me Uncle Todd. I go, landlord. <laughs> Don't be rude. So let me text Hansa. Text. I'm wondering if we should read the New York article. So, uh, Gary Goldman sent me the New York article about Dave Chappelle, and he said it was very well written. Oh, I and, haven't, haven't seen uh, Maybe we should read yet. it and make comments. We'll decide when we get there. But I hold love on. reading. Should text we tell Hansa. The so when Hansa drew that picture of you and her holding hands on the wall and you said you'll never get your security deposit back, is that like what all I am not do? into I do not have female partners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honest about my life, and I no longer live a charade. But, boy, have I been tapping that shit. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay. Come on back. Text me when you're walking out the door. This is going to be fun. You want to go grab the guitar? 
And let me get the reverb. Wait, what's the name of the girl? Satya. Oh, I thought her name was Hansa. No, no, Hansa is her oh. mom. Okay, so let's get this in the house. Put reverb. I'm gonna. Okay, hold on. She's she said okay. What key did we want to do this in? I, who knows keys? One time we were rehearsing, and and somebody asked John Brand Wagner what key I sang in, and John affectionately went, "Oh, there's no keys." <laughs> I knew, and he meant it like he wasn't making fun of me. He's just like, "Oh, there's no keys." I oh, just man. sort of try to follow him. In my head, like twelve people actually know keys, like you know, M musicians. Like Beethoven and wow. uh, <laughs> I guess Chris Farron. Who, who could know a key? Me, 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 me. I know so that's a, good, a key. I know. Now a let me ask you a question. Meepo, he's pretty good with keys. Yeah. Let me ask you that's a question. A key. Um, if you want to know about stucco. You asked me 30 minutes from now. Otherwise, I'll know you don't give a shit about it. Stucco. Vinny, you like this? Vinny and I, when we used to take walks around the neighborhood during the pandemic, I pointed out, I was like a savant, I realized. I know about all stuccos. This stucco was that era. That stucco looks sort of shitty now. That looks, what do you do if you have that stucco? I know all about stucco, but I don't want to be telling everybody about stucco if they don't give a shit about what it. What is stucco? Is that I didn't say now, oh, half an hour, <laughs> 40 minutes. Later in the show, go, hey, Todd, remember what you said about stucco? Um... Okay, I said to her, come on back, text me when you're walking out the door. She said, okay. Does that mean okay we're walking out the door, or okay I'm aware to text you? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know okay, what okay we're means Oh, ever. We're, wa we're heading back. Oh. Okay, hold on. Oh, this is so much fun. You want a, a tambourine? Now really commit into the mic. Me, 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 me. So do you include Shh. what? Do you include gas and electric in the bill, or is it safe? <laughs> okay, they're walking. They're about thirty feet truth from the door, and you just make some noise with the tambourine. Happy birthday to you. Come on in. Hold on. Come on in. Come on Podcast, you want to say hi to everybody? Hi. Whoa. Listen, 
Let me ask you a question. Was that a surprise? Did you? What did your mom tell you? How did she get you back into the studio? What did she? What was the the, the little white lie she told you? She told me that you had a surprise. She did! <laughs> you know, I told your mom, I said, don't tell her that, because I don't want her to expect it. Just tell her you're coming back here to water a plant for me. And she lied to me. What do you think about that? <laughs> that your mom lied to you? She's a human lie detector. It doesn't no. work. <laughs> did you know? Right, right, right. Well, happy birthday. You look adorable. Uh, did you like everything in the house? You know what I've been doing? Sneaking in your house to pet the cat, but I may pretend I'm in there for something else. I go, I better check the air filters. <laughs> I have to go in the house. To, 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 the water pressure might be low, and then I can pet the cat. Well, happy birthday, and um, it's been nice knowing you. <laughs> baby, 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 baby. Yay! Yay! Oh, you're happy so birthday. sweet. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh. You're welcome. That was so much fun. Oh, that's great. There's mushy Ooh. cupcakes. We Get love out of town. mushy cupcakes. Didn't you open up a business called Mushy Cupcakes I or did, us? I did. I did. Did not. It's not. It's, I know. I know. But that's all right. I think that's good. You tried to have a. You know, tried to be inventive. <laughs> yeah. She spent. How much? You spent one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she yeah. called it Mushy Cupcakes, and it went out of bit. How long did it? Was this before the pandemic? This is, this is Right. Okay. Bye. I told her, blame it on the pandemic. She won't listen. But we have mushy cu cupcakes waiting for us. This is the best night of my life. We got mushy cupcakes. I feel like taking a break and, eat and eating a mushy cupcake. I mean, I always do. But right now I'm revving a little high. So let me do this. Woo. Let me. I'm going to turn the AC on for a little Ooh, bit. Hell yeah. Talk while I'm, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, that's. So what you didn't see, because uh, we don't, you know, if you're just listening, uh, they both had to pay $500 in cash to Todd just to walk into yeah, the studio. Yeah, that was kind and of weird. I, you know, I, I, he said that was a good rate yeah. uh, for, for now, but, uh, you know, to me it just seemed like maybe 100 Because Well, it wasn't even clear if that was, like, credited towards their monthly charge or if that's, like, a separate charge in itself. Like, it's a fee just to, like come back here i mean i was surprised i, I i'm so confused by it i mean uh, i saw her she's you know was there a fifth oh, birthday gone. fourth i think six well she reached for a lollipop and todd smacked it out of her hand no yeah, guys yeah. why do you have to go I, negative i couldn't believe i mean it was a big lollipop and she had a little propeller hat on and i you know i and thought todd said these are just for the grown-ups yeah and, and i, I mean, just I was like, like oh. i wasn't even thinking i was gonna eat a you know do you want a, a mushy cupcake lollipop. Some people part. say, like, Todd, what is this part of the show? I got a little hot. That was a lot of... Let me tell you how my brain worked. Getting that ready. You know what I mean? There's a lot to get ready. Like, they're coming mm -hmm. in, the podcast. I got to make sure <clears throat> I'm recording. There's a lot to do when Aristotle's not here. So, um, now that's... The, I think she didn't... Didn't you... Is she adorable? That was... That was honestly... That was so much... I'm so used to kids who are just like, whatever. No, I knew <laughs> to see I... I... She felt like a Disney little, little... Like she should live in Peter Pan land. She had so much joy and... Uh, right? I'm wow. so... Truth, I agree with you. And someone said when I met her that, you, Todd, you're going to fall in love with this kid. Now, I like kids overwhelmingly, but um, they go, no, no. She is like very like... And... Um, yeah, she's great. I love her energy. And uh, I've had dinner with them like three times. And Hans is an unbelievable cook. And we go upstairs and we, we smoke, but not around her. And I brought her into the studio with her mom about before we redid it even. It was like six, five months ago. And um, she was singing and I put a little reverb in her voice. She had never heard that before. That's 
That's huge. And uh, and uh, she's just she's just adorable. And um, when when I get high around her, I'm not insinuating you should smoke pot around your kids, but I will tell you, one thing it does it puts. I have a more honest conversation with her, and that makes me realize how smart she is. When when something happens and I'm high, I will talk to her not like a kid. I'm not going to go. Hi, how are you? That's an extreme. <laughs> but you have a you you lean towards that, even if it's not an escalated. And with the pot, I don't. She she um, asked me a question once when I was high, and I go. T I remember thinking, just answer her like a full grown adult. She'll get it. And I did. I said, move away from me. Your breath stinks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me take a sip of my drink. I feel like I should, you know. Oh yeah, dude. I think it's. Uh, I think it was Justin Harris that used to have a great bit about uh, FaceTiming with his daughter high, and he's like, "There's nothing you can say on FaceTime to a six-year-old that doesn't sound like they're fucking with you." Or like, she'll FaceTime when he's high, and she's like, "How much does the moon cost?" And he's like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> good i feel that honestly i think that's the fastest i've ever gotten cool i told duncan with the new ac unit it it works very quickly but who cares well the, maybe, <laughs> maybe people care all right so let me get my mic back down i'm gonna do whenever i'm on stage if i don't reset in front of a live audience i will have a horrible show that means sometimes i need to just stop yeah yeah Want to knock another one out? I, like I don't it. care. Baby, 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 baby. Oh, baby, 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 baby. And I would be remiss if I didn't say we are we are blessed to have Duncan Carey, ladies and gentlemen, on the board tonight. Duncan! Oh, much better on the board than anybody oh, else. Oh, the other people. Oh, Boo. my God. Who are those people? Get off the board! I'm just here to help. Get off Fucking the board! I'm just here to help. God. Everyone who's done the You're board is bum. great. You're a bum. Put Duncan on. Everyone yeah. who does the board is great. Everyone who does not. Nah, don't you? Mother no, should have thrown on. you in the trash Suck it, board, fuck man. it. Shove it up your yeah, ass. That's rude. No one does the board like you. Everyone can do the no, board. No, they don't. Maybe John Brand Wagner. <laughs> Fuck John Brand Wagner. How dare you? I'll come over there right now and rip your heads off. Well, good. Rip your heads off. <laughs> <laughs> I still, I still a good, it's still a good threat. Go listen to the 501s, I think they're called. They're a band. They're great. I've been loving them. Also, the 10-year-old the Tom show that I'm on. Did you know I was... Oh, I saw the promo for oh, that. That's okay. so cool. That's all right. Listen, I'm no, making a lot great. of money. I think it's the best show I've ever seen. Sure. You haven't seen it. I haven't, but I think it is. <laughs> Can I tell you something? I don't have to see it to think it. Because I'm me in it. You know it's going to be good. Ooh. I've I was seen... nervous to watch it. I've seen every episode. Oh, yeah. Duncan has seen every episode. I've only seen five. I know Ooh, that's embarrassing. I'm a bigger fan of Todd than Todd is of himself. And I was well, nervous that's... to watch it. Yeah. Because I, you know, I knew it was funny when I did it, no doubt. Like I read the script, and I didn't read the script. I read my lines, and I was like, "This, I, I can do this. I can do this. I get this type of sense of humor." But there's a lot of things that have to pull together. I even texted him this, the the creator and the the star, and he does the voice of Tom, Steve, and I said, "I, because I, I wanted the compliment to mean something." And I said, "You know, I knew it was funny when I read it, but a lot of things have to pull together." And I'll be honest, I was nervous watching it with some friends. Five minutes in, I'm like, "Oh my god." This yeah. is shut the fuck up funny. Makes it so much easier 
to promote. And it also, right, yeah. and the people that are the voices, you know, there's some really cool, uh, you know, everybody, whether they're household names or not, they're great. There's so many good guest roles on it. And, and the show, it's, it's, I really, it's called 10 Year Old Tom, everybody. It's on HBO Max. And uh, I think you're going to, I think you're going to really like it. So uh, I guess we could start. Yeah. We'll start, we'll start the show. That's a cold opening, everybody. That's a cold opening. That's not the show. Other people drop that. What do they do on other shows? Like, we oh, more, other shows cold openings part of it. fucking blow. Is it like this is it? This is the show. Other shows cold open. They'll be like, uh, uh, "Can you scoot over?" And then then the song starts, and you're like, "That's uh, your that's, riff. Yeah. Get that riff out of my Wait, ass." Wait, you mean like the cold opening is like sixty seconds? Oh yeah, they have so many podcasts. Like you look at the top hundred podcasts. Oh, that's embarrassing. Bullshit cold it's opens. Bullshit. No, there's no little girls who get sung to. Yeah, there's zero happy birthday. Ways. They don't sing happy birthday there's to a, a needing no. a needing youth. I was listening to the Daily, and Michael Barbaro didn't sing shit. Oh. All he did was talk about the shut up something, already. Something in the shut the up already. Yeah, right? me too. Do you want? <laughs> Do you... Already I'm having a good time. Yeah. You know why? Imagine how much fun the people are having. Listening. Oh, yeah. They're having a ball right now. Vinny is having a great time. You want to say hi to Vinny? Hey, Vinny. What the fuck is... Hey, Vinny. Hey, Vinny. Hey, Vinny. Hey, Vinny. Gabagool. Hey, Gabagool. Hey, Oh, oh, oh. Hey, Vinny. He's got a happy time. Hey, Vinny. Hey, What's the matter? Shut up your face. You gotta Vinny, be you gotta go Hey, Vinny. All right, you know what? Let's, because uh, it's a real show, so let's, uh, you know, let's, uh, let's throw to a commercial. We'll be right back right after this. Baby, baby, baby. That's a tight show. Here's the intro. Welcome to the Talk Class Show. I can't get enough of this podcast. It's a Talk Class Show. Let's try to sing along. Baby, baby, baby. Fake users is behind glass. It's a Talk Class Show. That fuck fell asleep. I'll yeah, punch him in his face. <laughs> we play a million jingles for our boss, Chris Hardwick. It's the Todd Glass Show. Todd Glass Show. Todd Glass Show. With producer Aristotle. With producer Aristotle. Eric Olsen. Caleb Sargent. Robbie Kirk. Robbie Kirk up his not here. Joe McKenzie, before we start the show tonight. Ooh, Joe, Joe, we miss you. We love you. We did not mention you last week because I wanted to see if you noticed. No, I just, <laughs> to be honest, truth, I after I did the show, I laid in bed. I go, oh, I didn't give any love to Joe. I really thought that. So I thought next time I'm going to give him so much love, he's not going to know what to do. Mm. I think uh, he'll know. 
You never know. He'll tell me. What did you know what to do with all the love, Joe? Should we sing Joe happy birthday? Joe, Joe, Joe. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Man, it's fun to sing. Isn't it? That's good. It's fun to sing whatever you want, whenever you got the time. If you were on guitar, you could have made that sound good. Right, well, listen. you have the aluminum foil, right? Yes. Ooh, there go the pants. I can do that with just with aluminum foil? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How do you think this... Last week, the show, I'm embarrassed to admit it. I, it fucked up again. The volumes were so bad that I had to oh. delete the show. What? Yeah, and it was Danny LaBelle, and it happened to him once already, and I hated it, truth. But uh, for the people listening, I took it down because just, it's just, well, it's, you know, it's happened before. And, but anyway, it's, um, you know, I don't want to belabor it. Um, well, do one, do one more aluminum foil. I think that'll make up for it. Well, what do you want me to do? You just, well, if you stretch it really tight, you can make true? it sound insane. Is yeah. that true? Yeah, because it's usually balled up. If you stretch it tight, you won't even believe it. Like, it's... <laughs> Isn't that insane? Oh my god! That sounded like a slide whistle. Let me try that again. Try it again. See? And that's just yeah, aluminum foil. Yeah, because you did that angle just right. Let me try it. Yeah. Oh, it. oh I dropped it. Yeah. I dropped you it. ripped it a little bit. Yeah. I dropped it. Yeah. You did. I dropped it! You well, dropped it. when you dropped it, rips. What if I was in an improv troupe and I wouldn't go the way of the most of the troupe? <laughs> you know, I'll go, oh, I should change, but in my head I thought, no, I dropped it! I did not... Tilted a little the wrong it's way. The improv exists in a world with no disagreement. Like no, well, no one, no one ever has a point of view that's conflicting. The reason rooms. it's amazing that improv exists because no one ever said, "I want my comedy, but with no time for you to think it through and write something out funny." <laughs> now that's not true. I get it. I do get it. I do honestly, truth, get it. That improv, when you look, it's like everything else. You don't know what it is to see it done by the best. Right. And the reason that improv is more painful at earlier stages in an improv, because every great improver was not great, is because with right. stand-up, it's a little shorter usually, three minutes. You can be self-aware. If you really want to get into sketch, you can't break character every two minutes. You got to learn how to right. commit. Otherwise, you when, it's, when you really can't fucking... So you can't do that. So it tends to be a little more painful to watch newer... Um, to newer improv. Yeah. But I oh. but I do get, once you see it done by the best, you're like, that's why it exists. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to say that because if there was someone that listened to our show that did improv and really, you know, and, then you, and you have a, a wrong version of it, it's like, no, I hope, I think I have it. I think I have an answer. Well, it sucks because uh, in stand-up, when it sucks, you can uh, deal with a heckler, you can do crowd work, you can go, well, this is going badly. Well, Make exactly. fun of how bad it's going. Caleb. You can, Exactly. And an improv, it just goes forever. It just goes oh, forever. Oh, Lord. And, you know, you might have nights when your stand-up doesn't go well and your comments on it not going well don't well right. go well. But, overwhelmingly, 
you could be. You, sometimes your jokes won't work, but you'll go get off stage. You'll be like, "But when I made fun of it, actually, that got a really big laugh." Right. That's the difference. But anyway, who cares? Do you want to introduce Caleb? Sure. Whoa. And then we're gonna talk about Dave Chappelle. What a day on the podcast. Shut up. A new Gordon. guest on the podcast. Christmas early. He's holding his own, doing stand up on Conan. Here today with Caleb Sinan. Yeah, baby. He's been eating at Chipotle and drinking margaritas. He's gonna go see Star Wars in a few weeks. It was bad. Here today with Caleb Sinan. The Todd Glass Show is back, baby. That's right. It's back. It's better than ever. Would you admit it? It's back, right? It's back as Remember shit. Remember people thought the Todd Glass show, it had, it, in the first two years it was hot? Yeah. It's back, baby! What I want to say is don't call it a comeback, because I feel bad about that word. I'm, it's like people go, I don't know what they say. No, they say it all the time. They go, ooh, it's a comeback. And I it's say, not a comeback. I say, don't even, I, ju- I just came out. <laughs> just, just, it, mm. Yeah, this uh, Todd, see now Todd's 38. He's been doing stand-up seven years now. And this podcast is new. It's How do not I a look comeback. to you? Be honest. So really talk about my looks. You look like... No, don't lie. I won't lie. Go ahead. You look like you're 30 years old in 1942. You look like you you are a detective. Uh, no. And, and, you're a, <laughs> and you're a good one. Why do you have to say 30 in 1942? Cuz you have a classic look. You have you you look like a act, you look like a real man. Whoa. Uh, and you have the you have the brow oh, oh, of oh. like a of what? Of, of a silver screen star. Wow. Uh, but uh, you don't look uh, like 30-year-olds now look 15. That well, let me tell but you something. Back they in the day, do. they looked like men. They had a hat and a coat. Well, back in oh in the 40s. They yeah. smoked eight packs of cigarettes a day. You see a 30-year-old back in the day. Seriously. By the way, somebody asked me once, is it that we're getting older and we don't know? It's a little bit of both, but I'll tell you what. It's a huge dose of we don't look like we did. When you're 30, you don't look like a 30-year-old did when when it was 1950 or 60. Yeah, yeah. And there's reasons. There's reasons. A lot of it is, forget about even plastic surgery. Take that completely off the table. Just care, sunblock, right, non-surgical, right. just just taking, and also black and white. That's a little bit to do with it, but not a lot of it. That the old footage of them is in black and white, so it just naturally looks old. Well, that's what I think. Uh, you could you could be at home, like if if certain people traveled back in time, they would look like. Well, that's a time traveler. That's someone from now back then. But I think you could exist in a lot of decades because you have a you have a a classic. Look. What are you hitting on me? No. <laughs> I'm gonna edit out the part where I told you to talk about my looks, and I'm gonna. Oh, this will be the cold open where it's just like. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Caleb, I'm gonna. Enough. I'll do an opening into my phone, and it'll sound like this. Hey, everybody. Uh, I just want on the show today. Just it's a little off-putting. You'll notice uh, <laughs> out of nowhere, Caleb starts hitting on me. Hey. Hey. Look, if I, you can I ask you a question? That's how I riff. Can I ask you a question and be honest with me? If I was a girl, and you don't have to be, it's not homophobic if you're not attracted to men. I'm not attracted to women at all. I'm not on the sliding scale. I'm one of the people that's, so if I was a girl, seriously, just listen to me out here. If I was a girl and I was exactly what you liked, would you go out with me? Yeah, of course. Yeah. That means the world to me. That's why I came on the show. (laughs) (laughs) 
Here's what we're going to do. And I want you to stay locked and loaded over there, Duncan. Duncan Carey. We're going to talk about Dave Chappelle. Mm. And uh, then we're going to just get silly. It's going to oh, be a silly yeah. festival in here. That's what I like. It's going to be a silly festival. Vinny, you good? I keep an eye on Vinny. I don't, it's the only time I really get to, like, he's walking down the street. Truth, that's what he tells me. He goes, oh, I'm a, every, truth. Whenever he's listening to the show, he goes, oh, I was walking, I walked to work, I pack a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. He oh, packs wow. a peanut butter and jelly sandwich to work. Don't you go, fucking love it? That's great. And everyone at work goes, Vinny, did you pack a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? I so could put there. it in a, a pail. Oh, I wish he would. I would like it <laughs> in a pail. Vinny, get a pail. Yeah, Vinny, get Vinny, a pail. Vinny, come on, get a pail, get a Vinny. Pail, Vinny. Get a fucking get pail. A pail. I would love to see we him should like, get a... typing into Amazon pail. Should we get a, a should we get our listeners to get a pail for Vinny? Yes. And it's gotta in. come with a thermos too. Oh, He'd oh, probably yeah. have chicken noodle soup in it. Get it and also, if and he'd drink in. it so slow, and he'd have a bite <laughs> of his peanut butter and jelly, and then he would have a little sip of his tomato soup. Oh, he wouldn't have tomato soup and peanut butter and jelly, but you get it. He'd have chocolate milk in the thermos. And we also need to pitch in for a chimney sweep hat with a turned up top. I oh, think he needs one of those. I think he needs one bad. He does. Yeah. Wear that to work. <laughs> Look out, Vinny. So let's talk about it. Here's what I want to say. Why do I want to talk about it? Because I asked myself, I asked myself that. Like, why? And it's, maybe some people aren't even thinking why, but it's not always because you have a problem with Dave Chappelle. It's because you are throwing, it, I try to say it's so right when I'm on the podcast, and maybe that's mm -hmm. the problem, that when I'm just talking with my friends, it comes out better. Because I, I, I'll tell you what I just edited myself over. These should be things we do because they're right. Mm -hmm. That's it. They're just right. Socially being kind to people. And so it's not like you have anything. And I do have, I disagree with Dave Chappelle, and I think, but he's doing what he thinks is right. I get it. Only history will tell which of, I'm very aware of that. He'd, that's why I wish they would stop saying, and I'll shut up in a second. I wish they would stop saying, like, this side or you, what you're doing. We both do the same exact things. We just talk as loud as we can about what we think is right. And if we're, yeah, yeah. If we're comedians, sometimes we have a platform from that, so we get to talk on other issues. But we're both doing exactly the same thing, pretty much. Right. As long as we're not threatening anybody, you know, threatening anybody like, you know, and if our fans are aggressive, I admire any performer that backs off aggressive fans. If you're not backing off your aggressive fans from other people, then you are full of fucking shit. And why do I say that? Because I hope it gets into the ears of somebody that hasn't said, somebody's done it, and for them, I really fucking admire that. When somebody's coming, disagreeing with you, and you back, you go back off, because that's what we're claiming, that you can't say anything anymore. When you don't back off your aggressive fans, when you don't say, hey, I'm glad you agree with me, but you, we do not threaten other people say we're going to give your number out online right, that you got to right. back you that's very powerful to tell your fans to back off oh yeah but other than that we're both doing the same thing so the reason i think that it's worth talking about is because it affects people and some of it is just to throw love out there the opposing view the opposing view and yeah. i'm i'm a little bit fed up of people calling us f f uh, sensitive. I really am. And I'll go long and I promise then it'll turn into, I get it out, take me two minutes yeah, and yeah. then we'll turn into a conversation. 
Um, I'm really, it, it, you know, it's not exaggerating, and yelling doesn't help, so I try to calm it down, but it really does fucking irritate the fuck out of me when they say, uh, you know, stuff like, oh, you know, oh, everyone's so sensitive. No, stop it. Stop it. I'm not fucking sensitive. Okay? I disagree with you. And that doesn't mean I'm right, but I disagree. I'm not sensitive. Any are you? I, if anybody's sensitive, to tell you the truth, I think it's the other side. Because they're always like, oh, everybody can say anything. Yeah, welcome to the fucking world, motherfucker. Anybody can say anything. That's the way it is. You got dissertation on that? I think it's a good thing that anybody can say anything. But so, but but I, I'm so fed up with them. Like, oh, I'm not sensitive. I'm not delicate. I don't like what you're saying, and I think it causes harm to people. And I am weighing in. I also don't think you shouldn't be able to do what you do. And I'll march if anybody ever says. Not only don't I like what Dave Chappelle says, but I think he should be stopped. I go no, and and can't not liking someone and not wanting to give them your dime isn't canceling them. It means it's not for fucking me. It's not for fucking me. And there seems to be a long history go, well, who's to decide who's right and who's wrong? I get it. Who's right, who's wrong? If history will only tell, do we have to wait 20 years? There seems to be a long-running history that is in my favor of, of thoughts like his. He doesn't want to compare it to the racial plight. But Maya Angelou sat him down and said he should. She sat him down. He got to sit down with Maya Angelou. Because some people go, I wish they wouldn't compare the gay plight to the racial plight. I'm sure he doesn't want now the non-binary plight compared. He doesn't want anything compared to the racial plight. Well, boo-hoo. Boo-hoo. Because rational, well-thought-out people that know how to discuss this intelligently are always going to compare it. Because it's comparable! You don't like it. I get you don't like it. Of course. And you want to explain away. You can talk, Dave, and talk and talk and talk and try to explain how your thoughts are not transphobic. We've been through this before with racial plights. People back in the 50s and 60s and 70s and now are constantly trying to explain away. I am not a racist. And they think they're doing it clearly and distinctly with matter-of-fact Things that they bring to the table, but it never fucking, we sit around when they do that and we go, oh, you just don't know what a racist is. Just because your CEO of your company <laughs> is black or just because your daughter is dating a black person and, and they're your best friend and you go golfing all the time. I think, oh, they don't know what racist is and you don't know what that, so you can keep explaining it away. I've lived through this with people saying, oh, I'm not racist and they give you their history and they read their resume. So... So, um, it bothers me because it's just so off and, and it's just, you hear about it all the time. What do you got? I haven't seen the special. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> now, what do we do now? Fuck. Baby, 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 baby. Oh, baby, 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 baby. So, no, I, I think it's one of those things where I, even before this one, because, you know, it's Dave Chappelle. He's very, very famous. He's the only comedian that's really in the news. Like, even when he just bombs in a certain city, the news will be like, break, Dave Chappelle has just bombed in Detroit. Like, the, like it's an update. As if it's, a, you know, like a, <laughs> a war. Oh, we got to live up as it happens. Dave Chappelle had a bad set. Um but even his last few, I just remember the first one where you're like, oh, well, that was a little too many trans jokes. And the second one, he's like, oh, more trans. Just like with Eddie Murphy opening with homophobic stuff in those two specials. Right. But even Eddie Murphy, 
We'll be like, well, five minutes of homophobic jokes, then we'll get off onto the impressions. And and why? Let me ask you a question. Oh, go ahead. But he didn't do ten. He didn't do ten specials in five years, where he was just like, so. I hate Twitter, but I was on it all day, and I read everything on Twitter that everyone said about me, and I'll do another special about it. And most of the special, it's just like a weird speech. It's like a, uh, it feels like a loose TED talk about his last special, every special. Eminem does the same thing, where he's like, y'all didn't like my last album, huh? That's the name of his new album. Y'all didn't like my last album, huh? It's, let me tell you something. It is, it is... I mean, I saw part of it. I, I by the way. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, um, I think one of the issues, sort of what you were talking about, like, his mindset is there's, oh, his mindset, there's, like, a, a finite amount of empathy and stuff you could be fighting for. <laughs> where it's like, oh, no, this is being taken away from this thing. It's like, well, no, you could be, support both That's things. That's Duncan. Like, there, there is no pie of I'm glad you empathy brought that exists like it's infinite amount if you're there's actually, it's like, no competition it. yeah like both of these things can coexist and be fought for yeah, and yeah. why can't we disagree <laughs> with someone you know i always have an expression i love now if i didn't bend your ear bend your ear doesn't mean oh my god top made a great point i'm gonna completely change my point i'm completely wrong no that's com bending your ear if i don't bend your ear and i always take like dave Chappelle heard this podcast that's how i may pretend if i didn't bend his ear with what you just said as far as um uh, what what was it that you did? Oh, about a finite that, amount that of empathy there, or like and I want to yell it. You can for. Right. I want to yell it. I want to go. Stop making empathy a competition. And if right, and why right. can't for one moment he'll go? Oh, maybe that's right. Like you know, people have done it throughout the years. They make empathy a competition. There's more. There's enough to go around. And also, I will say this, and I will say it every fucking time. In the present, how can I know who's right and who's wrong? We're both doing the same thing. We're saying what we believe. That needs to be said. Yeah. For someone that loves Dave Chappelle, if they were listening to this podcast, I hope that buys me a little bit of, no, we're doing the same thing. We're just saying what we believe is right. But I will tell you this, and this is a defining moment whether you want to say, can I get out of my own way? If someone said, do you have the ability to change? I've said this before, but I'm saying it again. Do you have the ability to have a thought? And if somebody, if somebody throws logic your way in a very clean way, change that thought. No one wants to go, no. Even if, no. No, they want to go, yeah. Well, yeah. here's the time for you to decide whether you could really do it. We're never going to know 100%. Usually when history writes itself, things become clearer and clearer and clearer and clearer. But in the present, we do have a history of groups of people wanting rights and then there are people that go, well, they're fair rights. Eventually they go, no, 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 they're fair rights. And then they go, whether it's the women's plight or whether it's, uh, uh, you know, uh, sexism or whether it's a gay person's plight or whether it's a woman's plight in the past or racial plights, there's, there's a group of people and they're considered to be pretty forward thinking. They're like, no, 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 oh my God, they deserve that. But this group has gone too fucking far. And that's what they want to say. I am not a maniac because I disagree with one thing about that group. This group's gone too fucking far. Now, I know I have the ear to certain people because certain people might now might be going, yeah, that's how I feel. But when history writes itself, right. look at the too far list. Go look at the too far list from 1960. Not the shit that everyone agreed on, the shit where they went, that's where they lose me. That's where they lose me. And you go, oh, my God, nothing was too, it was just all so fair. Right. It was a, it was so fair and so simple. And this is the last thing that you can get out of your own way. And it sounds like a compliment, but it's not. This is how can you in the present decide if there's any facts to opinions?
Most people, remember, it sounds like I'm agreeing with Dave, but it'll take a flip. Most people, truth, agree with him. Most people agree with him. I'm very aware that the, the most of the society agrees with him. They're fed up. They're fed up. And you can't say anything and you can't do anything. And they're fucking fed up. Most people agree with him. Most people do not agree with me. And I'm very well aware of that. And as a comic, you should know, most people agreeing with you is not a good sign. If you have any self-awareness to put a litmus test on yourself, oh, you know, man, you yeah. can be, you can have crazy thoughts, but have a moment. Imagine if someone gave you an injection of where you could see clearly and you'd go, oh, fuck. Oh, what's wrong, honey? I'm saying what most people agree with. Mo that most people are wrong. Most people, the history of our world shows that most people didn't want black people to marry white people. Most people right, didn't right. want women to have jobs that were typically for men. Most people are wrong. It's because there's a smaller group of people that get the job done. So you, if you had any self-awareness as a comedian, especially when you talk about social issues, to put a litmus test, you know, just because you, you can have a higher thought that disagrees with something you said, that's how you grow, to go, oh, oh my God, I, if I'm saying things that most people agree with, I'm probably fucking wrong. And if that's not going to do it for you, nothing will. You go back and don't, don't try to be right. Try to just look up some facts independently, even if they won't make you look right, and go look at the past. The majority of the people were usually on the wrong side of history. So if that doesn't give you call for what the fuck, then nothing will. Does that, does it, do you understand? No, I know, because it's, uh, it's something I thought about a lot recently, where it's like uh, this whole populist thing, which is just like... You know, and I try to be loving and I try to show love to people and be kind and positivity. But that doesn't mean I think people are smart. I think most people are dumb. I think most people are really dumb. And then a lot of people are kind of dumb. And then almost no one is smart. I know uh, that seems... I know no, I totally... And I don't think people are right about anything as a majority. And I don't think that they should... Uh, that the will of the people should be realized in the world... Very often, I think it needs because I, I people are very very dumb. And by the and way, it let takes me, a while. Let me it does take a while. Let me just interject, and I promise this will be quick, and I'll turn it right back over to you. So I feel unguilty about calling name, people names or whatever. When I say most people on the wrong side of the history, that includes me. Luckily, if you get out of your own way as you get older, you start seeing patterns of beliefs you had. I had wrong beliefs, of course I did, but I tend to now, 30, 40 years later, go. Oh, okay, that was wrong, that was wrong, that right. was wrong. So I just want to grow from it. But I'm when it comes to fashion, I'm wrong. You know, like, I don't know, the new oh, shoe comes out. don't say that, Todd. <laughs> the new shoe comes out and it's squared. I'm used to what I'm used to. Yeah. So it's, I, I don't, like, I, I don't believe me, I'm all fine that you said it, but, like, what do you say if you're trying to be the most evolved? Most people are a little confused and a lot of them the good news is will eventually come around they mm -hmm. do that's the good news that eventually if if it becomes a big enough plight we can get people to switch their opinions and people can also be extraordinary and kind and decent but from the beginning most people it learning sucks yeah. learning is hard so most people we have a history of the world so i don't have to really prove my point by going and train and what and then who said that and who said conversion therapy and that korma you think oh i don't have to people go well you didn't watch a special and you're commenting on it you know what i talked to five people that watch it you know what they all said don't watch it mm -hmm. 
There's nothing you... Yeah, maybe one person will go, how can you not watch it? He did this thing at the end and it really... No, I don't buy that garbage. That's the only thing I watched was the last five minutes. Yeah. And I asked my friends, I go, should I watch it? I'm going to talk about it on my podcast. They go, Todd, no, you don't need to. I watched it twice just to make sure I was... And I didn't really laugh. Like, that was one thing that really stuck out to me is like, even some comedians who I don't like at all have a couple decent lines in their act. You know, most working headliners have something to offer in an hour of content. But uh, one thing I noticed about it was that it just wasn't very fun. It was like jokes where I was like, these are like dad jokes from the 90s about trans, where he's like, I knew your father and he was a wonderful woman. It's like, this is like, you know, jokes that people were like, wow, when's Bob Hope going to die? <laughs> uh, and just because Dave Chappelle is cooler than Bob Hope and hipper doesn't mean it's less like it's just it, it, it struck me as very sad that, you know, there's always all these boundaries. We got to push them. And I just I, I, I've always been a big fan of Dave Chappelle, as a, even as a little kid. Like it was very influential in my friend group to watch his specials as a kid on Comedy Central. Me too. I mean, not as yeah. a kid because I was older than him. But I remember watching Dave Chappelle. This, right. You feel like you don't need to say it because people listen to the podcast, but you should remind people. When Dave Chappelle started doing his stand-up, I remember going, wow. Yeah. This was really... Hey, look, but people fall off the wagon of what yeah. I call it. I call it falling off the wagon. And he's... Uh, I just... It, it's weird to me that the most... Maybe the most talented, but certainly the most famous and controversial. And, like, he's the comedian. You know, his specials make the news every time. It's like, he's like this big deal culturally. and like. How does someone dissect? It's, maybe it's a little too self-involved for me to say this. What I said about, most people agree with you. How do you get that to log, to, to, to lodge into somebody's brain of like, they have to either go, well, and again, I fantasize him or someone that disagrees with what I'm saying without me trying to just argue it, you know, like, 30 minutes on just facts of, well, you know, the American Medical Society says this about transgender people. No, no, not just from just from sheer odds of like, you know, of, of, of the history of the world. Like they, they have an amazing history of not I'm trying not to use the word dumb, but when when new things are presented to them, they're not on board. Yeah. So the fact, how do they wiggle out of that? If someone disagrees with me, how do they wiggle out of that? Do they just not wallow in it in an honest way for a few minutes to go, okay, what Todd just said? Is there truth to it? Is there truth to it? Not me go micromanaging or taking it out of context. Maybe, maybe the maybe there were things in the past that we didn't agree with the way they were getting done. Maybe you didn't agree with Malcolm X, but you certainly, hopefully, agreed with the cause. You just thought he was going about it wrong. Yeah, but when yeah. was the cause? When it turned into a movement? How do they not go? Wow, he is. I'm not saying he's right about this, but he is right about that. Do they just, will they not go there? They can't deal with the feeling. It's like, uh, you know how when you're full, but your stomach still thinks it's hungry, but it is technically full and it takes it a while. That's what it is. They're just like, you're like, you're like no, your stomach is full. And they're like, then why am I hungry? And it's like, yeah, well, you're, uh, I don't know what to tell you. other. Than, how about you act in a way that, uh, let's say, because I didn't understand when I heard about trans as a kid. I was six or something. I didn't understand it at all. But I knew to be kind. I knew I to knew learn about to, it. Yeah, I knew to not be a bully. I knew to be understanding and to, to you know, not erase them or, like, be mean or, like... And I knew that as a little kid. Mr. Rogers told me that. My parents told me that. Like, 
you know, even in church, they were like, hey, you know, you don't ever be me. And I remember my dad told me that because there was a, a trans uh, person that worked at our Wendy's in my small little southern town. And, uh, and you know, I came from a very conservative family. My dad was like, look, you be not, you do not ever be mean or stare or, like, make fun. Like, that is not okay. And I just remember that that had a huge impression on me. And it's like, you don't have to understand. You don't have to totally. And I think he even tried to say some of that in there. But he just well, said so many have, things that were just not. You have to have interest yeah. in understanding is what Aaron Simon's mom said. And you have to be able to at least say you right. don't. Interest in understanding. And when a lot of comedians, I think, I really do. It's hard for me not to say, if anything, you're the delicate one. But I really feel that way, not just in a slap back way, because they're calling us delicate all the time. I go, I really do think they're the delicate ones. Because mm -hmm. you, when you always go, oh, you ever ask, remember when you could talk about things? Oh, remember when you could talk about stuff and you could have a different opinion from other people? To me, that seems hysterical because it's a lie. Right. It's a fucking lie. It doesn't mean I'm right. But I can find things where it's a lie, where they go, oh, remember you'd be able to talk to people. You're, when, are, when are you talking? Any of these people that say that, what questions have you asked? Yeah. You have opinions as loud as mine. Again, I'm not saying you're loud, but no one, because I'm probably louder than most people, even that disagree with me on the other side. I'm very loud. But how do you, how do you, um, what was I saying? Uh, when people disagree and it's like they think you can't say this. Oh, when they go, yeah, they play themselves. Like now you just give, you ask a question and everybody, no, you're not asking questions. You're very loudly saying you don't agree with this. You know, it doesn't make sense. This is all bullshit. Where are the questions? Because I always have this hypothetical thing where somebody says that nowadays you even go to question it. Stop acting like you want to have a civil conversation about it. It's not... It doesn't mean I'm right, but it means you're not being honest. You don't want to have a conversation about this. You want to have an opinion that says that the other side is wrong. Because what if, hypothetically, I always have a fantasy. I go, oh, oh, okay. Hey, pretend you're the person that's saying that. I go, what are the questions you have? We have on the line, uh, uh, are you there? And the person goes, yes. It's a person that maybe just went through conversion therapy, whatever. It's weird, hypothetical. Oh, go ahead. What are your questions? Right. But what are they? There are no questions. You want to talk about how it's not right, find loopholes, right. and this person's doing this, this three-year-old's getting trained. There's no questions, and that's okay, at least if be honest. If, if you don't have questions, just go, I don't have any questions because I fucking know it's all bullshit. Thank you! Thank you for being honest! Stop selling yourself a little fucking flower. All you do is ask a little bitty question. <laughs> oh, you just, just really? You, what's your little question you ask? Because I didn't hear fucking one question from any of these fucks that are on that sort right. of side of it. There's no questions. At least be honest. Don't we can disagree and not lie to each other. I'd admire someone on the other side right now. The fuck out of them if they went. Todd's actually right. We're not really asking questions. And someone goes, "You agree with him?" No, I don't agree with him. But if there's a solid, clean point and with his disagreeing with us. Come on, motherfuckers! What are our questions we're asking? Where are they? Go, go make a go. You, we have editors that listen to the show. Go, go to the other side where they disagree with me and put a loop reel together of all their questions, and then take it and shove it up my ass. But guess what? Nothing's getting shoved up my ass because you won't find anything. <laughs> Nothing's getting shoved up my ass. That's a good t-shirt. I would buy the nothing shoved up my ass t-shirt. Why do you make a joke about everything? <laughs> well, I mean, I have questions in my ass. That's the real reason.
But I always think, I think it's so funny that they don't seem to understand that they're just being dicks. Like, like no one actually thinks like like if you if you transition to another you're not of course you still need to go to a doctor and like say like certain medical things and biological things that are a reality but uh it doesn't mean you, all all anyone is asking in the trans movement is let me live my life uh please calm down uh i'm not a threat to your existence and and and, uh, and just let me be this is what i'd like to be called uh if, if you'd be if you were kind you would do that uh fine but like no one's actually asking everyone to rewrite biology te- they always go oh it's in the textbook you the textbook's the same you know what i mean it's like these people just want to live their lives in peace. Yeah, but and what I said is, you you know, it, it makes me really uh, sad when somebody likes all the advancements of a modern thinking society, except when it comes to growth and so in right. social issues. In other words, it's not in a textbook uh, what to do for a heart attack or for certain diseases. But you sure like then, like, well, you're reading an old textbook, you dumb fuck. <laughs> oh, when your life's online, you don't want no crappy old textbook. You want... Awesome. Also, these people, they're always the ones who grew up with a textbook that was written in 58, where I'm like, first of all, we didn't even know what DNA looked like then. Uh, and if you're like, oh, I have such an attachment to my sixth grade biology book, it's like, well, guess what? It was wrong about most shit. Uh, right. So what do you, so you care so much? It calls it the war of northern aggression in that piece of shit. It doesn't know anything. You're not, who It's confusing. Cares? And by the way, for us to say all this, we're not saying it's not confusing. I always try to remind, it's very confusing. But I saw something today. The interest in understanding, I love. Like, if they'd go, we don't have any interest in understanding because we're very, right now, we're concentrated on proving it's bullshit. That would be be a start, like I just said. But, and and we'll wrap it up. But uh, they're, they're, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I think, like, I hope I said it. When I say in a loving way, I think there were moments where I tried to say, let's not call people stupid and how to, how to get into their heads to try to help them I always try to think I can help someone have an, a, an, an aha moment. Like maybe, because I'm yelling, but I'm yelling about something that's worth yelling about. And I try to make people, I do. I try to think someone that's on the fence, on the fence could go, all right. And that's why it's not only good to say most people are on the wrong side of history. It's to go back and go, are you willing to wallow in that? I said it, but they could move past it. You, people go to therapy. They move, You hear something logical and you move. I've heard logical things when I was younger and wanted to get past them because it right, did make right. sense. But I'm saying not only does it lie, are you willing to go wallow in that to go, wow, like behind my back go, you know, Todd did say something about yeah. the fact that most people agree with him is not a good sign. That's such a good point. And you know what sucks is so many people now think that people's egos are so out of control now. Everyone thinks they're in office and here's my policy on this and I'm kind of a... Left on but, the economic. But let me disagree social. with you. And it's like, aren't we doing the same thing? Yeah, but we also change our minds all the time and admit it. We're like, I used to think this, and then I thought this. That's a- and we don't have like me and you have been friends a long time. We're always like, oh, you know, because I didn't know. I remember when the uh, trans movement got really going. I like totally didn't get it, but I was quiet and I learned, and now I get it. And I wasn't like, I don't get this. You know, I wasn't post. I was I was just like, hey. Yeah, it's confusing. I admit I know nothing about it. And and I would like to. And it's also with the Chappelle thing. It conveniently, <laughs> every single trans person I know hated it. Which is a hint. And the only trans person who liked his jokes, conveniently, is one that's dead. That can't, we don't really have a record. You know what I mean? It's his friend who died that was trans that he's like, oh, my friend. 
And it's like, well, how come every trans living person thinks it's horseshit? And we've been is down that, that road a... with the, oh, the one person. Right. You know, when they, they would drudge up a black person with the uh, wrong views on Fox. Right. <laughs> you dredge them up, I yeah. mean. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Alan Keyes. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, they don't. It's so funny. They really would. They, like, so. They literally felt there's like. Uh, there's like two black women alive that support Trump, and they're both on Fox every day. And they're like, "Here they are. We found them." Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh. Diamond and Silk. Shout yeah, out. Diamond and Silk. And, Here they are. <laughs> and well, I he, saw something. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say he even Trump said like, "Where's my African American or whatever?" During oh, it, yeah. they were just like so, but but it's like the exact same thing. Where it's like, "Look, I have a trans friend, so like I'm allowed to say all this stuff." It's like, no, that's not how this works at all. No. No, and it's like, it's not a count, like, dude. And, and by the way, for the people that are okay, let's say there's people that are like, oh, I'm just trying to learn it. This affects them, what I'm about to say. But also other people that are having a hard time wrapping their hand, hand, head around it. Right. But mostly for the people that are like going, no, no, I'm all right with it, but it's confusing. I think this is really powerful. I saw it on TikTok today, and it was somebody that goes, they, they, I thought they were going somewhere with it. I could smell, but it was good. But that's why I kept listening. They go... You know, now with the him and the her and the, the you know, with the, the, the pronouns, uh, it's just so confused. And he was doing a video to camera. His friend was holding the camera and he goes, oh, hold on one second. Because he did a good acting job, but I knew he was going somewhere. He found a phone that someone left on the uh, bench. And he went, oh, I hope I can get this back to them. He goes, oh, hold on. Hold on with the one second. He goes, oh, I, I don't know. And he kept using them because, oh, you don't know if it's a woman or oh, a man. That's funny. And he, he just did it sideways. Like, I'll get back to this video about how confused I am, but then almost going, oh, we sort of do that anyway. Right. And it reminded me of what the manager of the uh, of the uh, uh, Portland Helium said once. He goes, you know, I my sister identifies as non-binary. He goes, I was already pretty good at it because when I was meeting people, I didn't want my parents to know if I was in a... He, he's, he, he's, he's straight and he... And he was dating women, but he, I think if I remember the gist of what he was saying, he would go, so I never wanted them to know. So whenever I was asking where I was going, I would be they. He goes, so I only did it just so they wouldn't go, oh, uh, you have a date or you have, it was, I'm, I'm close enough to why he sort of was good at it already. Yeah, yeah. And that, that backed up to this. Yeah, you don't know who this cell phone is you found, so you go, oh, I'll get it. Now there's confusing parts past that, like when you're talking about a band and I want to go, oh, they're great, but you want to identify the lead singer. But if you really want to learn... That's the thing. That's why his mom, that, that'll be priceless for the rest of my life. Do you have interest in understanding? Because if you don't, please say it. Please say it. Don't, because when you come up with fake reasons, you'll never be satisfied. Because, we're, because when you, the reason you say you're not okay with it, like with people when they go to religion for gay marriage, the reason you'll never get satisfied is because that's not why. Right, right. It's not why. And that's because you, you, you know yourself. You've done things that aren't okay in the Bible. So you've looked past those. So right. you're never going to get answered. It's like if you go to the doctor and fake the ailment, you're not going to get... Yeah, yeah. So you're hurting yourself by not being brave enough. Be the reason I think they doctor it, the reason I think they say, well, now there's... I go to this all the time because I'm fed up with hearing it. And I'm fed up with people that don't know that that story you tell every goddamn time is so old that if it's not true, you should stop telling it because it's a hack story. There's hack jokes and there's hack stories. We've heard that fucking story. Someone that loves you should go stop telling the story because it really makes you look about... Now there's a five-year-old. They're getting injections. All right, we fucking heard it. But the, when you give that cock and bull story because you're afraid to go, it's all bullshit. <laughs> then people believe the, the right. confusion you have. They try to answer your confusion. But since you weren't honest with your confusion, you never get answers. And that's on you. Have the balls to go, it's all 
bullshit. Yeah. Instead of trying to find these loopholes and you having to learn about it. Anything? No, I totally agree. And I, I think so much of it comes down to, uh, you know, a lot of people who are anti-trans uh, saw a few that were hot and got mad. And uh, I think that's the that's what a lot of it comes down to. Uh, I'm already getting more comfortable when, when I see someone that's uh, on, 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 on social media or TikTok lately. I watch it a lot. I already said to someone the other day, I go, I'm learning to be less interested whether... It is a man or a woman. I'm not there yet. Sometimes I'll go, now wait, what were they first? Were they born a man or were they... But I'm learning to just go... It's going to turn into like this... It's just going to be all good. And by the way, I always it's say... It's going to be like blood type one day where people are like, oh, I'm O negative too. Like, it'll be like <laughs> trivia. No yeah. one will care. No and, one and, care. And, straight, and straight white men can benefit by anything that shreds the confines of how we identify ourselves. And I'll say this less, and then we'll we'll move on. Unless you have anything you want to say, I do want to say it's so being a straight white man. I it's it's pretty great, and uh, I recognize the privilege, and uh, it's so good. I can't think of anything to really be mad about. So whenever these guys are like, "Oh, trans," and I'm like, "Well, you're so bored being a straight white guy." <laughs> It's been so fun. You can't <laughs> you, even be a white yeah. guy and do comedy anymore. If, I know. If they you're should. dull. Yeah. <laughs> no, if you're dull and white, you're fucked. If you're not funny, you so can't do comedy. So if you don't have an axe or... There were a lot more spots or, or for likeable. dull white males. Yeah. In the third, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, this now you gotta be... You can be white, but you gotta just be... Re you gotta be interesting and redefine yourself. It's like, if you're just dull and white... You have to write jokes. Yeah, and re be clever and reinvent Dude, yourself. And you know who's the maddest in comedy about being a straight white guy is like professional touring comics who just wish they had a sitcom and don't. Who I'm like, <laughs> what is it, 1992? Like, why do you think, oh, I can't, you know, I'd have a sitcom if I weren't us. And I'm like, you make six figures touring as oh. an untalented straight white comedian, <laughs> and that's not enough? You need also yeah, should be glad a you have billion that. dollars in a sitcom <laughs> on NBC. You also need that. What, like, that's insane to me that it's not... A, like, what is enough? You already are coasting on half a talent. Yeah, you have a job. <laughs> right. Well, oh, guess what? You ready to... You know what we are going to do? Whoop. Shots. I do like you to do party. You do shots. Oh, do you I party? like to party. Well, you I do, do party. shots. I do... I go out after the show. Go have fun. I do shots. Cocaine. Can I tell you why this feels like an old-fashioned <laughs> podcast to me? Because we're an hour and ten minutes in. Really? And I'm ready to take a break and then come back and get silly. Well, hell yeah. For an hour? Yeah. That, was, got a, it that was a cold open, right? You want to make it the cold open? <laughs> yeah, we haven't even started. <laughs> I feel like I want to take This was really crazy. We're not even recording. <laughs> <laughs> people don't think about that. No, we're not recording. And no. I know people listening are going, then how are we hearing it? We don't fucking know. Yeah, That's you not figured my out. problem. You Did figure, we record you figure out what's in your ears. <laughs> get up over here. Come over here. Look at the recording. Is it recording? I be honest. No, be honest. We're pointing at an ice cube, Todd. That's my point. <laughs> no, you shouldn't have. You know what? Um, oh, wait. We don't know where that is, do we? I think it's on the sound effects. We have a new bit. We're going to do it real quick because then we can do it the rest of the show. Whenever anybody. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Okay, here's the bit. We're going to set it up now. Then we're going to take a break, which means I'm going to take a picture of this. Whoop. And then Aristotle will clean it, because then we're going to smoke it. We, or should we just do it live? Should we calm down live? Well, I need to pee. You need to pee. Yeah. So let's do that. So let me do this real quick. What did you say about me that I was going to start up and leave? You said... Uh, oh, I said, gonna... We're not even recording. Yeah. yeah. Oh. We're not... I don't want to do it. We'll do it later. The <laughs> bit is that you say something that offends me, and then I go, well, you no, know you... what? I'm leaving. 
Oh, yeah. Todd. I'm leaving. No, Todd. No. Todd, Todd, come back. No, I'm out of here. Todd, come back. No, bye, everybody. Todd. No, bye. Come back. Todd. The, that oh, car, yes. that car hasn't worked in ten years. Todd, now, on, bye, Todd. Bye. That doesn't even have tires on it. San Diego, here I come. Todd, that Todd. car is on bricks. That's a lawnmower engine with a with a. Bye bye. I'm yeah, out of well, here. Todd, you're not going anywhere. San Diego, I'm driving your way. I'm done with this San podcast. San Diego, Todd. you're not getting Be- San Bernardino. Bye bye, everybody. People whose cars work don't say bye 35 times, yeah, Todd. Todd. We can still they say it once Arrivederci! Bye, Dunkey! Just using, using a different language doesn't make bye, the situation Caleb. different. Oh, great, great. Dri- yeah, drive all the Todd. way to Italy uh, with your car that hasn't gone you're, too Todd, much. Todd, now you're pushing it. You're pushing it. That's, that's not going to help. Uh. Todd, just stop. Those are house keys. Those are house keys that you're using. Maybe I overreacted. I think, well... Okay, well, we're glad you're back. Do you feel loved? Today. Good. I want you to feel loved. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break, Mm. and we're going to come back. The next thing you're going to hear, folks, because we're going to do it on the other side, is we're going to listen to a song together, and we're going to start the podcast. But, Mm. um, hold on. Wait, what's, what's wrong with my phone lately? I need a new phone. Will you please take me and get a new phone? Yeah, what do you want? I don't you can I order it with you any should pail. Try. No, I need to have someone with me so I can transfer everything over to my uh, new phone. Or I guess I could do that when I get home on the computer. All right, Aristotle, you just saw this. I'm going to make sure I take it at the right. Uh, we're going to just... Well, I love gonna, you, Aristotle. Oh, Aristotle, now we can leave Ooh, this in. Okay, yeah. leave this in now. Aristotle. 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 Do you want me to do my pressure of Aristotle? Yeah. Look at me, I'm so nice. Oh, oh. I'm so nice. Oh. I'm, I'm such a good person. I'm so f- nice and affectionate. And, and, and I have good energy. I have good energy. I work and hard. I and I'm, I'm dedicated to what I do. Did we write the song about Aristotle? Oh, yeah, we did. Did you rehearse it? Don't make me look bad. Well, yeah, well, not like Aristotle. The Todd Glass Show, baby. We're back. A new theme song. I'm incorrupted, but the theater of the mind has no budget. And so he turned it off and he let it go. And now he's sitting here listening to the Todd Glass Show. I'm a little bit madder and a little bit loaded I discovered this podcast and I kind of exploded From a listener I mean interrupted But the theater of the mind has no budget So I grabbed my guitar and lost control And now I'm sitting here singing for a podcast show It's the Todd Glass Show It's the Todd Glass Podcast All he wants to do is make us all laugh It's an odd cast at the Todd Glass Show 
It's the Todd Glass Podcast From the Yangtze River to the Wabash It's an odd blast at the Todd Glass Show It's good in the daytime, it's good in the moon glow I describe it kind of like a m- m- modern day goon show Without the writing but the spontaneity makes it more exciting I can't get high enough So I'm turning it on And letting it go And swear to Richard Pryor's rival At the Todd Glass Show It's the Todd Glass Podcast All he wants to do is make us all laugh It's an odd cast At the Todd Glass Show It's kinda hard to say It's the Todd Glass Podcast From the Yangtze River to the Wabash It's an odd blast At the Todd Glass Show that was See if we can do it on our own. Feeling good. This is good. Everyone, this is good. It's exciting. And it's a tireless. You got it? You know it? It's a tireless. Um, Todd, before we start back up, I did have one question. Uh, when I was using the bathroom, it, Is this looked like, it looked like there was a for rent sign on the shower door. Are you are you renting out the shower? <laughs> oh well, I mean you're it's embarrassing. Um, I told someone you know I don't want to be bringing a hot plate in there, but <laughs> if, if they can live in there and just you know, you know by the way that's what a joke. What's the, what's the asking price on that? Two hundred. A yeah. month. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's not bad. No, it's not Are you looking for a tenant? <laughs> <laughs> and the, sh- the shower turned sideways for easily sleeping. <laughs> Why? Was there an epidemic of hot plates burnt, like, doing things bad? Well, I think it's what notorious. Hot plate? It, what happened in a lot of probably apartments where there was no kitchen, I guess people would use hot plates and then start fires and... Families would burn to death. No, this was normal uh, back I then know. in the 50s. Everyone, people were loving their hot plates. Women had big hairdos. <laughs> and they were burning down cities with their fucking hot plates. That's in the, college, the it happens Chicago a lot. Fire. That's how the Chicago Fire started. People don't tell you, you know, a lot of people, uh, I've heard 9-11 was all CGI. And it was just hot plates. It you was the, everyone in their office was using a hot plate. And when? 9-11. Yeah. Baby, 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 baby. Oh, baby, baby. Brand the show because it's a provincial one. Oh, I know. I, I have bells and whistles. So let's stop. Ooh. We do the show. It's a lot. I want to. You were here. We had a long. This is this show. It really is a lot. It's it's amazing. I mean, I must say, it's a good show. It's a good show, and not just because I'm saying it. Because I think about the elements of it. But then I could just stop and go, Caleb. Hi. Yeah. Hey. Nah, you guys don't have to go. I mean, I wasn't looking for a hey, round of applause. Come on. Hey, hey, hey. That come was on, such guys. a great intro. No, it was, I wasn't looking for a well, round of Caleb, applause. Well, like, Caleb, your response was amazing. Dude, <laughs> Duncan's so very supportive. Duncan is supportive. You think Vinny thinks he needs attention? Vinny? Vinny. Vinny. Does it, do you know the power, and I truth, I say this, and I've said it before, that he will listen to this. Truth. With his headsets, walking down the street. So whatever we say now, and he smokes... On oh. Fridays when he listens to it, because obviously it's Friday and he doesn't, he just, you know, you feel a little freer. Uh, and Thursday actually is his Friday, so he'll, but it drops on Friday anyway. But, um, and he'll be high and he'll walk down the street and I love to torture him. 
And oh. it's a segment in the show. I'm, that Joe I love is gonna, torture. So Joe is writing a song right now. Joe McKenzie, thank you so much. And the song is called It's Time to Torture Vinny. But people that get it have to understand he's going to listen to it. Otherwise, people go, why do I want to hear him torture Vinny? Someone might say that because, because you can imagine if it was you and I talked directly to you. It's fun. And Vinny's listening to this right now. It might seem egotistical on my part, but we can say whatever we want to him. We could torture the fuck out of him. Right? right. Vinny, yeah. Vinny, 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 that red Vinny. car. Look look around. Look around, Vinny. You see that red car? Look at it, look at it. Look the at it. The guy in that red car. That is... Tom Hanks. That's Tom Hanks! Vinny, look! Ah, Vinny! Run after the red car. Oh, run after the red car, Vinny. Uh, run after hey, it. Hey, Vinny, Vinny, look, Vinny, down, Vinny. look down at your shoe. Look down at your shoe. Oh. Your look shoe. down at your shoe, Vinny. Your shoe's untied. Your shoe's untied. Ah! No, it isn't. Just kidding. Made oh, you look at your shoe. Oh, <laughs> we got you good. Woo! Hey, Vinny, uh, you were inside your ears right now, a tiny little yeah. headphone. You know what? We're real people. We're, we're real inside. people in your ears. We're real people. We got guns hey. pointed inside your ears. Yeah, look at me. Tiny, it's a stick-up. It's, it's a, a stick-up stick up in your ear, Vinny. Vinny, hey, it's a stick-up in your ear. It's a stick-up in your ear, Vinny. Stick them up. Stick them up. What do you mean, me sticking up? You stick it up. How, why are you in charge? Why aren't I sticking it up you? Vinny, have you thought about a Casper mattress? Because let me tell you something. Oh, they are You great. will not believe oh. how fast these things You shit. will come tons of jizz. <laughs> it's, no, I'm being honest. I'm not trying to be dirty. And it's very relaxing. And the women will, whatever exclude, whatever expo explodes out of your private area, oh, yeah. uh, you will get that. This mattress... That's no, it's a lot of people... I've ever heard. A lot of people say, oh, how can you promise that? Look... I'm just saying, it's a ver You think, oh, I'll lay on it, I'll be like, ooh, that feels really nice. No, all of a sudden, next thing you know, boom, you're coming. <laughs> and that's the sound. <laughs> See, my show is fun. People don't know. How many, know. how come companies don't know they can just promise hard comes? Would hey. you like to come <laughs> and buy our car? <laughs> no, you know what I said? It's funny that massage, now, this sounds like I mean it, and I don't, but yet it's provocative. At least, may I say so myself. But there's something to be said, I think, more than the silliness of this, is that um, silliness. No. Something about coming. Coming on a mattress, and it's hot, it's a day Companies. for it where it's uh, coming on a mattress. Watch your language. You the one who said it. Why do you? No, run, run, run from the bit. Run, 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 run from the front. Oh, oh, I got it. Oh, here, There's something to be. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that was, was me. That? Yeah. That's fine. Whoa, Todd just came all <laughs> over the couch. That You know what it was? I had a beer. I had a beer, and it was on top of the speaker. And when the music played, it vibrated the beer up. And we heard, like, it just turned enough where it was pouring loudly. Yeah. Like, yeah. all of a sudden, you heard a heavy pour. But Duncan got it pretty quick, because this thing's still half full. And it sounded like it was going to be empty. Let me tell you, with Heineken, all you need is half full. That's why you have a nice double zero Heineken. <laughs> Thank you. And baby, 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 if you let me tell you something about I think you should leave. Look, it's 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 shut the fuck up funny. Some people awesome. go, oh yeah. Let me tell you something. If you make people really laugh hard, give them really that's that's not what that show does. It's more than that. Seriously, it sets the standard high for what you can get out of people in a sketch. Now it doesn't have to do it for everybody, but for the people that it does it for, my friend said it the best. He goes, Literally, like not using the word sloppily, not using the word sloppy. Literally, it makes me convulse sometimes yeah. with laughter. Of course, you're not convulsing of a ner nervous, you know, something serious, but you are like, and I'm like, 
and I know that feeling for that show when it just fucking does it for me. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so, you know, that sets the bar high for what a sketch can get out of you. So if you don't like that show, well, tell me what's as funny that makes you convulse. Like, what I want to see right. what makes you convulse. And then we'll know about each other. But uh, I, I thought the same <laughs> thing. The first time I saw it was with Tom Takar in New York. And we just had beers. And I was, he was like, you haven't seen it? And we just watched it. And uh, it was one of my favorite nights in comedy. We're just dying laughing. I'd never seen right. it. And, it uh, was, it was, oh, it's, 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 uh, you know, you said it from a slant that I'd never, I always talk about how much I love it, but it is also emotional in a sense that to find something that good that you share with people that really yeah, does yeah. it for you. It's like when Conan came along, like that, that sense of humor for me. And I wasn't like 20, but I was still a young adult. But Conan was like, oh, that's what me and my friends do. Like, right, yeah. I was like, oh, and, and then so so now we're talking about. Um, I think you should leave. I think you should leave. And, and other sketch shows. Look, K&P, I really thought that was like, that was fucking great. And uh, did I say that right? Key and Peel. Key and, key and Peel? Key, yeah. Key, 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 key. Whatever it is. Anyway, and, and by the way, I still see stuff on SNL that's really fucking yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. That white yeah. glass sketch was great. And, and Guest uh, of the Todd Glass Show, Sarah Sherman. Thank you. That's Ooh. right, Sarah Sherman, Sarah Sherman is now on SNL. Oh, that's so awesome. this is not an insult to that. That's why I'd like to have perspective. Like, I still see things on, on SNL. You know, it's not my go-to show always. But I still, when I see things, I'll be like, holy fuck, that was really funny. Or sometimes I, the news does it for me, just some their, their take on something. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, cool. I, you know, really brought clarity to it. Right, punch yeah. what needed to be punched. So I'm not, like, saying, oh, that... With all that said, though, I think you should leave is a... To me, I said this before, and I, I, either I'm dead right and they could use this as a formula to pump out other good shows. I thought the formula, to me, in my head was sketch with the sensibility, with sketch with the purity of stand-up. Right, Since stand up, right. Yeah, you listen and you take ideas from people, but in stand-up, to be cocky, it's all, I write it, I direct, I edit, I star, it's like... So if that's what that is, and that's why stand-up, when you love it, you fucking love it, because it can yeah, be so yeah. pure, nothing is in its way. Well, this gives somebody with ideas of sketch in their head sort of that type of ability. Yeah, you have a team of writers, but they're there to help you, not to shit on your idea, to keep their job by helping you give this. So there's a lot of thought and a lot of writing. He's, I'm sure he doesn't write everything. But it comes because of the style of that show. Someone gave faith in him. It's going to be like if Eddie Pepitone had a sketch show. Right, yeah. And that's what it's yeah. going to be. That's why I think he could pump out 10 seasons if he wants. I'll tell you why. Because if we see a comedian that's good and he has good work ethic, it, 10 years is nothing. So I don't know why. I hope he at least does five. Because he has it in him. It's the same thing as a stand-up has... You imagine saying, do you think a stand-up... He's funny, but can he be doing it in 10 years? He'd be like, yeah, if he works hard. Yeah, he just yeah. keeps fresh, of course. Ten years with comedians we know have been doing it thirty. I've been doing it thirty-five. Wow, yeah. So your whole life? Let me tell you something. So I'm one years old. <laughs> anyway, I give that show a high praise. Yeah, yeah. And and but when I watch it compared to ten year old Tommy, it's, guess what? Empathy's not a competition. Either is when I'm not comparing streaming. them. Well, streaming is because there's a finite people... amount of time. So, yeah, yeah you should watch 10-year-old But you should watch 10-year-old time. Yeah, 10-year-old time. It. And then you can watch, I think. Then you, you watch, leave. I think you should leave. But yeah. do what you want. But I love you, and you're great. <laughs> I really do. I, I just... love you, too. Uh, thank you. Yeah. What do you want to hear here? What is... Uh... 
No one knows. No one knows. Five ten. Three ten. No one knows. I don't know what that is. Rodney doctor jokes. You want to hear some of those? Talking to my doctor. You know my doctor. You want to hear? Hold on. Somebody took this on YouTube. All his doctor jokes and put them together. Oh, you I want, love the doctor. You want to just listen yes, and be silly? I love it. All right, cool. I love it. Talking to my doctor. You know my doctor. Dr. Finney Boombach. Yeah. You know my doctor. Yeah. <laughs> well, he told me last week in his office he got six cases of VD. He's all right now. Okay. <laughs> my doctor, he don't help either. He told me to run five miles a day for two weeks. I called him up. I said, Doc, I'm 70 miles from my house. <laughs> I'll tell you about trouble. I got the wrong doctor. You know my doctor, Dr. Vinnie Bobach. This guy was larger than life. That's crazy. Really soaking in. That somebody knew that was fake doctors. Yeah, right. Yeah. Somebody was in the audience staring. This was on stage, performing in a suit. Strong enough to say. Right in front of me. if I join in, you know? <laughs> I'll tell you my trouble. I got the wrong doctor. You know my doctor, Dr. Vinnie Bobach. You know my doctor? I called him last week. I told him, Doc, I swallowed a bottle of sleeping pills. He told me to have a few drinks and get some rest. Quite <laughs> not easy. Not easy. You not can't easy. trust doctors either. They're all mixed up. You really think so, huh? Uh, my proctologist used to be a photographer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he took x-rays, told me to bend over and I'm... say cheese. Are we, can we play it from there? Bend no. over and say oh. cheese. Play it. I mean, I talking to my doctor, you know my doctor, yeah, doctor. Let me ask you, okay, you're right, you can drag it. Oh, there we go. Wait, yeah, let no, let me ask you a question. Does it change the perspective of, like, this is probably Rodney, like, I mean, I don't know what year this was, but, like, when after Caddyshack, he was, like, just, you know, crazy. Confident. Yeah. Yeah. He was already fucking amazing. But he, after that, he would, you know, you'd see this powerhouse out on stage. Like, I remember yeah, seeing yeah. him. And it was fun. You know what timing is. You know what it is. I know what it is. But once you see him, I, I remember I thought this. I go, oh, you didn't know what the fuck timing was. Yeah, you knew what it was. You could have wrote a paper and you could have gotten an A+. Okay. You still didn't know what the fuck it was. Because I know that because when I saw him, I went, oh, my God, that is timing. It was so fucking tight. Yeah, and yeah. and if you're willing to put that type of show together, I thought, be honest, I know I'm going to stretch it here. Kevin Meany had that type of well-orchestrated show. Mm -hmm. You know... The thing it does, you can be weird, but if you're tight with it, you're gonna apt to bring more people in, and that's what I try in my with my own show. I go, Todd, the tighter you are, the more you might bring people in. Where it's undeniably that this is a well rehearsed fucking thing, so it makes me want to be tighter with the band on the road because I I know when I'm not if they're not into it. But these guys, like, well, who were we talking about? Was um, Rodney Dangerfield? Rodney. Yeah. I went and saw him, and it was like spiritual. I went. Um, I didn't smoke, like, back then, like, not, like, pot was maybe twice a month. Yeah, And yeah. we got, I got high with a friend, and my friend was opening for him, and we went in L.A., I forget where it was, and, and Bob went out and did really well, and then, uh, and then the lights went down, he had a five-piece band, and, uh, you know, and he, and he came out on stage, and he was like, that's what it's like, a maybe 1,200-seat theater, 1,300-seat theater, and he was wearing a suit, and he was fucking, fucking tight as fuck. Yeah. And the band, and then and then the band really didn't do that much. They played him on, and he goes at one point. He goes, "I'll tell you what, folks. To you, uh, to you, I know they're they're just a band, but to me, they're they're fucking idiots." <laughs> he goes, oh, "No, they know what they are. I don't think you know." He goes, oh, "Tell them what you know what you are, guys. Tell them." And the whole band stands up and goes, "We're fucking idiots." <laughs> he goes, "All right, all right." And then they play, and and towards the end of the show, he'd be telling jokes, <laughs> and um. You know, just one liner after one liner, and then he would. I, I thought it was something like with a crescendo of the band would come in, and he'd be, I gotta be me, or something like that. It's not it, but it's as a placeholder. 
they and and they you know uh, uh, he and then after like maybe thirty seconds in he goes what the fuck am I singing for? <laughs> <laughs> it was so great and then he didn't sing after that. But it's like I think back then a lot of people did sing so he thought maybe someone yeah. told him he goes, what the fuck am I That's singing so for? Funny. And then uh, then he told a joke and he goes I'll tell you what the thing and they started firing the band came in I forget what they would play but it escalated with each joke. You know, which influenced me very much, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But it, he would tell it, I'll tell you, my sister, she's no good either. And then boom, 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 boom. And then they would just play it out, and then his last one would hit, and they'd fucking take it to town. All right, everybody, thanks a lot, you know? And it was fucking an hour and something, and it was like, wow. Yeah. Uh, one time I saw him, he gave me sleeping pills. He told me to take them whenever I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know why, doctor. Doctor, Vinny boom, boss. Nobody, doctor. He's really mixed up. He grabbed my knee and told me to cough and hit me in the balls with a hammer. <laughs> so when I was born, after the doctor cut the cord, he hung himself. <laughs> I tell you, my problem is I drink too much, way too much. Yeah. I got my doctor a urine specimen. Oh, it was an it. Down there. Thank you. You Okay. Here's the thing. Oh, my God. I almost forgot to tell you this, but I think you'll appreciate this just a little bit more. One, Johnny, you know, say what you will about him. I Probably no one's all yeah. good or all bad. He was really brilliant with him. He knew he was funny, and to watch it in post is almost, man, he fucking loved him. He gave him very little. He knew that Rodney had this thing. It didn't take a lot to make it look conversational. All Johnny knew, he was just there to make it look like it was a conversation. And he go, really? Yeah, you doctor, you doctor. Is it great? Yeah, that's great. Oh, he goes, oh, relationships yeah, are yes. tough. And then he wouldn't say anything for two minutes. Rodney would go on and on and kill, and he'd go, Something we go. I'll tell you, new work. It'll work. Changing. Things are changing. Yeah, yeah, work. work. And then let him go. Boom, 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 boom. And you hear Johnny, beautifully, just coming in. Now you'll hear it because you'll hear that little. You might not even hear what he says, but you hear him go. And it was just to, and Rodney yeah, like three syllables max. Yeah, just to let him keep going. Oh yeah, you're. A, and it was fucking. It's something to be said. I feel like I feel like I really admire that. Even though my style is to because of laziness, not to be as tight. I don't know what it is. Maybe it is some laziness. Who's got time to write it all out? <laughs> I mean, I'm fucking trying to do Who's shit got time? You, I, you do. Yeah, right. Remember that? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Sure, I'll hop up on the stage. You know, you ever see the people up late at night? And they're, you know, they're always trying to sell you. Oh, it's three in the morning. Do you have genital herpes? You know what? What do you think people up at late at night have genital herpes? You know, and the guy in the ad, they always go, uh... You know, with my old medicine, now let me tell you something, this is not a real ad. This is a company that thinks they have to make fun of the old way of getting rid of genital herpes to sell you this new way. So they go, oh, they show a guy going, my old medicine, you had to take eight pills a day. Who has that kind of time? You do. <laughs> because that guy doesn't exist. That's the point. Because no one, because that guy's not going to exist. No one's going to go, I'm not popping eight pills a day. I'll tell you that much. You know, you can have a very active sex safe life. Hey, listen, I got better things to do than pop eight pills a day. It could make my whole life better. When they can do one pill, then I'll do something about it. Then this commercial comes along. Hey, yeah, I am tired of taking eight pills a day. I'm a fucking idiot. Your best customer. Let's hear. You want to hear more, Rodney? Oh, of course. I love. I love. And then we got to go in. I think that's Shit. all. Carson. All is that all? Carson. Yeah. Rodney. Carson was a dirty whore. Favorite. The way he interrupted Rodney. I never liked right? him. <laughs> what? Yeah, is it right? Well, you like Rodney? Rodney. Can you do it? Uh, Rodney. You ever do bad Johnny? It's so much fun. You two. Are, you are in the right frame of mind. Yeah. For, for, for our first guest. Tonight. Exactly. Uh, I'll be Ed. You be Johnny. I'll be uh, Johnny. Uh, oh. Yeah. Uh, Try to do impersonations. Really hard. All of us. Don't bare your soul. 
Are we anything specific or? Rocky. Dogs barking. Come on, Caleb. Join in. You're not having fun, Caleb. It's fun for people. People are all stressed out. Three grown adults barking into a microphone. It's joyous. Hey, don't be. Don't be stressed out. Don't be stressed out. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't you don't, change your mind. Don't you change your mind. You change it. You change it. Ooh. I'm just copying. What if I'm hey. an echo and you go, stop repeating what I say <laughs> to this guy? <laughs> I go, I can't think of anything to say. You're like, oh, all right, go ahead. Hello? 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 Echo? Hello? Oh, wait. Is anybody here? <laughs> Duncan, are you down here? No, Todd, we're, we're up here in the studio. No! Why, why are you down there? Duncan, I'm in the middle of a bit. This is so embarrassing. You know what's really funny is the Wait, echo. Wait, is that your bit basement? The bit was that we were in the basement. Why couldn't you act I'm, like you were in the basement? Because I'm, I'm not. Oh, there. Now I'm there in the basement. In the basement. Now, now I'm in the basement. Oh, what do you think now? You feel silly? Yeah. Don't tell everyone what it. Describe it down here. Describe it in well, great it's got, detail. It's got, you know, those little wind up chattery teeth? Mm -hmm. There's a whole table with those just going right now. Why now. do you have to make me sick in my side and you're in there? Mine, to tell you the it's truth. It's the bit basement. That's I where know. all the silly okay, bits so I, are. I get That's it. just one part of this. How giant many do basement? I have? How many chattery things? 35. The, oh, I'm, I'm sad. <laughs> well, no, it's like a whole table, so it's fun. They're just going at it. All right. Uh, but there's the, the whole other corner. What is that? So there's a, a banana peel, just a portrait of a banana peel. It's a, it was framed by a very famous actor. So would you, if, if Ralph Macchio painted something, would you throw it in there? <laughs> yeah. Oh, is it a joke to you? You know what, Caleb, ever since you did that one hour special, you know, the, the thing you did about the joke, oh, the yeah, one yeah. joke. Wait, you need to invite him down to the basement. I think oh. he can't Oh, hey, how you doing? Are you down here? Todd, do you, do, you, do, you, do you want to do the echo with the really bad memory? What do you mean? I'll do anything you want. By the way, I'm having a great time. Let me ask you a question so I can relax. Okay. Can we just do like another 30 minutes? Yeah. You got it in you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So let's try it. We'll go in at... Uh... I'm having a good time. You this know what? night of my life. I mean, let me tell you something. I don't... I mean, these shows are branded. This is what I I'm like hearing. brands. Well, it's because you know how to... Well, I There's know, a I know way a lot about the... brands. I... I would, that was my major. Is that, is that better than what you have at home? No? Is that not it? No. Yeah, you have a chair. What's that? Oh, what's that? Anniversary song. Oh, sorry. No, but you know what's better than that? Do we do this, my Todd? Not yet. We haven't? That makes the show look very... Somebody told me, and I'm, I'm being serious. I'm not, I'm not bullshitting you. He got a friend of mine. He's very big in the podcast world. Millionaire. Millionaire. Ooh. You're the guy that impresses. Ooh. Millionaire times 100. Whoa. No, no, uh, 10 just million. Not 10. Well, millionaire plus some extra money because he owns a piece of real estate. Anyway, nevertheless. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> ah, um, but he... He said to me, and he's very big in the podcast community, that if you come in with the show jingle, you brand your show... It's you talking, and all of a sudden, it's it's like it's you brand. You're like, oh, it's the Todd Glass show. You take it, you let it breathe. It's like letting wine breathe. Everybody shuts up. He'll do it big. I don't know if that's necessary. Explain it clear, 
And so we play his weekly pod. I know my jingles bring you joy. Why do you think I play them? <laughs> Todd's comic friend. It's all you got. People don't understand in the studio. I go, I do it for the people. They're people never assholes. Oh, it rhymes. So hold hands. I love shit that rhymes. And stop the band. I love parodies. I know this it's song isn't this. He changed it around. I fucking show. get off on it. Yes, there were shows. Shut the fuck up. Wow. Where Todd got lost, he had to run, run from the bits when there was doubt. This is great. Edit it in, edit it out. He gives his all and stands up tall. Thank you. It's the Todd Glass Show. Thank you. What? We've shit our pants. We've shit our pants. When's the last time you shit? I faded out. Oh. I shit my pants seven years ago. First of all, the reason I stopped it because it was probably too, like I was doing it as a bit, but obviously like, oh, it looks so desperate. My own jingle faded out. Please. I needed that for 10 more seconds. Uh, hey, Alec White, that is great. Every time I re-listen to that, you really fucking sing it. That really was good. You, you, were, you were an angel. I'm so impressed by anyone that can do anything. Oh, yeah, that's an insult to this guy. Now you're just acting like you're a <laughs> moron and anything impresses you. No, no. Nah, you know what Because I'm doing. dumb, he's not good. Exactly. He's good, and I'm dumb. I don't want to ever do anything that makes you feel uncomfortable, and I think I might just have, like, made you, like, even in a bit on defense, like, whatever that just was that just happened. No, no, I thought, I think uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm so used to being, like, as a comedian, I can kind of do one thing sometimes. So anybody that can like sing good and play a thing, I'm like, whoa, wow. Oh, I know what you mean, cause it's a nasty. No, I, I do. I didn't think what you meant. I thought you. I didn't think what you meant was bad. Of course, I was just. But uh, but now I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I'm always like, I, I know that doing stand up is you know I get it. Okay, but but still like, if I could fucking one thing that I could do, and it would only be play an instrument. Oh. If yeah. I had one thing to do, like it wouldn't be like Which well one? be able to. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a hard choice because I like the idea of the trumpet because you can, first of all, you can bring it places and it's not. It would be funny to have one like hidden behind your back during your, you do like 30 minutes of comedy, then unexpectedly you just whip out a trumpet and just play the shit out of it. Well, can I tell you something? How fun would that would be? One time in the studio, although I would do it differently, so I want to tell you that to let you know that I think it could be redone right. I just think we didn't play uh, the right song, but... But it works certain nights. We pre-recorded some trumpet in here, really right into the mic, crystal clear, very, it comes out of this. So back the drummer, he was all the way in the back and it's Philly and I don't have the band lit like that great. You know, it's like they're sort of, you know, in the, it's not like bright on them. And uh, the, uh, he would pull out a trumpet. We bought a fake trumpet. Oh. And it, something it's like no one fucking knew. And we thought we should get a real good trumpet. It's a, for every single it's something you can tell that you can tell it has girth to it mm -hmm. for certain people far back or maybe right but we think let's get a good one and but we needed a different song because i could do what you just said like even if it's not for real yeah. like <laughs> it, it is for the first 30 <laughs> seconds or minute and if it's done right and tight as fuck 
I think to make it look good, the first note that comes out has got to be a dribble. To give it a sense of go... Oh, you're Ooh. right. You're right. Yeah, do two. It's two. That's like, smart. Ooh. I go, I didn't say I was good. No, I'm going to give this everything I fucking got. Dude. And then, boom! You got to go... Seriously. This is... I, mm-hmm. I want to... Like, it was so cool to see you, like, at the improv or something. And just, like... I'm not it doing out. it there. They didn't pay me enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> You know someone that always has a, I can't go back there. They bought my, they made my girlfriend bad Bloody oh, Mary and she got diarrhea all over her face. Well, it's also like, I just, I hate people that negative where I'm like, I can think of something bad that's happened to me everywhere on earth that I've been more than once. Something bad has happened to me there. People got to always tell you, oh, one time I was there and I got a splinter and I shit my pants and someone robbed me. Good. And that booker stiffed me, and he was a fucker. And <laughs> a lot of and people then don't. He, he looked at my mom's ass one time, but I was I caught him. Look, and you're like, what the fuck? How is everything this bad? You're just your whole life is a sitcom. Just eight bad things happen to you every second of the world. I know. Baby, 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 baby. Oh, baby, baby, baby. Seventy left. You better get Ooh. fucking moving. <laughs> Can I tell you that? And I'm not trying to threaten you. You better get fucking moving. If you you got about fifty to do. You know what? I'm I'm trying to help you out. Go ahead, get it over with. I think you should leave, folks. It's shut the fuck up, make you convulse laugh. Todd Glass. It's part of our cross promotion. We've teamed up with the people over at. Uh, Netflix with um, I Think You Should Leave along with the people at 10 Year Old Tom cross promoting they're doing some stuff over there for us we're doing it for them trying to spread the love also throwing a shout out to Gary Goldman who recently sold out a theater in Chicago Ooh. does he send me a few bucks a little walk around money no <laughs> all these guys are shoving shit up their ass but I God forbid I get something that would you should start tweeting at anyone who just sold out a theater and go, do I get anything? No. What, no. what do I get? Well, especially walk around money too. Not even that much. Just walk around. Money. Yeah, I get seventy five bucks. Hey, Gary, how yeah. about you Venmo me a cool seventy five yeah. bucks after you're sold yeah, out show? What's it to you? It. Yeah, yeah, screenshot. What's it to you? Yeah, let me tell you something. So Jim Gaffigan did Red Rocks. What do you? I wake up ask... the next morning. Can I say? What do something? I get? What do I get in my Zelle account? No. Nothing. Can I say something? No. All right. I'm. What a day on the podcast. Wow. A new Let's go down memory lane, baby. Remember, He's we were doing impersonations of Sammy Davis Jr. It's an old trick. It makes people think. Oh, yeah, we did do that. Yeah. Remember, we had it was Choketober, and we took all the calls from the listeners. We, we, we took 30 jokes from our audience. People are like, they did do that. You know what's weird? And it's working on me right now. The Christmassy song. It's fun. And pretending to remember, I'm already getting a warm feel. I know. Can I tell you the truth? It really works. Me too. That's why I use this one. We need this. Yeah. It's about a Christmas time of year. That time In we... December, you'll be a laughing. You'll be everybody at Christmas. Everybody get a laughing. It's a Christmas time of the year. Come on, how, it's fun to do that song with that music. Where's that music? Hey, 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 hey,
He's holding the instrumental part. Please loop the instrumental part for me, Joe, please. He's been eating at Chipotle. That's about you, you drinking margaritas. Sing along. He's gonna go see Star Wars in a few weeks. Here today with Caleb Simon. Turkey's in the oven and everybody's shoving gefilte fish up their ass. Oh, when the gefilte fish is glowing, everybody eats a That's not nice to do to a guest. I ask you, do you mind staying another half an hour and then I do that to you? <laughs> no, seriously, I want to apologize. And it's not one of those bullshit apologies like a lot of these other big celebrities to try to, me being one of them. Oh, yeah. It's the way you tell people. Uh, you know what I love is when yes. a celebrity, they, they make an apology and they go, well, this was a lapse in judgment. You, know? <laughs> you go, no one in real life says that. <laughs> no one in real life. Ever goes, that was a critical lapse in judgment I just made. See, and that's where you have to remember that most people, even if we disagree with them or they might not admit it, their instincts are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So when you say that, they know it smells. That's why they, they might not be able to tell you why something sounds believable. Sometimes somebody will say something like in the public and they come forth with a statement. Right. I know I'm not out to get anybody. You know why? Sometimes when somebody makes a statement and something happened and they hit a crossroads and they... So many times I go, oh, see how nice that was, and then it looks like they moved past it actually. Right, right. Because you, because you went. There's something about it. You go, wow. Who am I to judge? Nobody but my own self. And that's all I'm doing. But sometimes I hear people. They get into trouble. Maybe it was a little wrong what they said. Mm -hmm. But about 30, 40, 30 percent of the time, you go, oh, well, that I believe that. Right. Like it makes you want to root. Like, oh, I hope everyone else believed it because I did. And then usually, guess what? You find out they do. Yeah. Then you do. Your very your instincts were right because that came from the heart. You smelled something. Right. So you know, a lot of times they always make it look like you're out to vilify somebody. No. I think it's the opposite. If you come out with something, there's nothing like watching somebody make a mistake and then realizing it. There's something heartwarming. I think by nature we want to reward people to go. Oh no, that's what we want to see someone that made a mistake and then grow. You know, you're that's all. But right, right. most of the times when we self doubt it, it's like well, you're. It's usually they apologize once, and if they're ever asked to do it again, even a week later, they're like, I already did this! Oh, I know. All yeah. right. You know, like a good husband does. Right. <laughs> Might not need Didn't to... Didn't I apologize? <laughs> exactly! It's 30 <laughs> seconds ago to you! What do these women want? I gotta apologize two times in 50 years to this fucking whore. Oh. You can't work if you're a white male comedian. <laughs> anyway. Oh. I guess I had a lamp. Remember, remember, remember he had to play a song out of the blue? <laughs> Guess who this is and I'll give you $20. True, true, back for more. Where it began, I can't begin to know it. 
Not the things you wear, not the way you do your hair, but it's you I like the way you are right now, the way down deep inside you, not the things that hide you, not your toys, they're just beside you, but it's you I like. Every part of you, your skin, your eyes, your feelings, whether old or new. And I hope that you'll remember, even when you're feeling blue, that it's you I like, it's you yourself, it's you, it's you, it's you I like.
It's you I love.